And with that, hey, buddy. What's up? How you doing? We're man? back at it. Yeah, you know, we're just uh, back here to talk shop and talk shit. Uh, you don't want to talk shit on sports bets. I'm down. No. Fucking sports bettors. I hit a thousand. I'm at 500 right now, but I got a shitload of bets out, so we'll see what, what happens, what okay. comes of it. I think I got to... I've never had even close to $500 of bets out in a single day, and I've got over that right now. Oh, that's... So we'll see what happens. That, that, <laughs> you know, online sports gambling through apps is probably a great idea, so I'm excited to see what happens. It's the best idea. Um, I'm either going to be out a bunch of money or make a bunch of money or break even. Those are the options. Well, thank you for laying out all the possible <laughs> Three options. Three true or yeah. same. There you go. So, I got that to look forward to. Yeah. Good deal. Well, um, since uh, that other voice uh, is our special guest today, uh, Mr. Uh, I'm bad with last names. So, is it Kale Ayers? Ayers? It's Aylesworth. Aylesworth? Kale Aylesworth. Yeah. I'm just fucking stupid. I don't know what I have your name saved in my phone as then. I'm, yeah. I'm very confused. No, you're good. Every time somebody I have to call and they're like, all right, what's the last name? I'm like, oh, why even bother? <laughs> it's A-Y-L, you know, so it's already off to a bad start. And my name's Kale already, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. All, right, all right, all right. Well, we got Kale. Yeah, that's good. In, in, in the house. <laughs> uh, our, our local uh, Oso uh, street hustler. Uh well, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself in the industry, uh, Kale? All right. Uh, let's see. It, it goes way, way back. Many moons. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I started out as like a food runner back at Bamboo Club when that was a thing. So I've been in the industry as, you know, as, you know, right out of, right out of high school into college and then started doing, you know, bartending and all that. And then, you know, one day, all right, well... A buddy, a, a buddy, and myself went on like a two-month, uh, London, Spain, Peru, big summer okay. trip. Oh right. yeah! And All I right. and I came back and I was like, you know what? I don't want to work at Kona Grill anymore. I'm done with this corporate BS. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. All that stuff. And I'm like, you know, I just, uh, you know, I'm just gonna figure out something. So, I was actually working on like a startup company for like some sandals. I had this like wild idea because you know, being entrepreneurs, everybody's. Uh, fantasy. While I was doing that, I was going to Oso since they opened, uh, you know, meet up with the boys and have a beer and talk shop and stuff. And then slowly just kind of started to know everybody. And uh, before I know it, at the time, there were three owners of Oso. And one of them, Pat, was like, you know, how's, how's their, how are the shoes coming and all that stuff? I'm like, yeah, that's good, man. He's like, how's it going um, financially? I'm like, eh, you know. <laughs> He's like, you know. Different. Yeah, and he goes, you should work here. And I'm like, I don't want to work here, you know. I like it here. If I work here, I won't like it anymore. Yep. And he's like, no, just like two days a week. I'm like, all right, I'll give you Friday and Saturday. Like, that's it because I work all week on this. Like, I've already had a lot of good headway. I'll do this where you come straight back with like, you know, an application. And it just like, it was just ridiculous because when I transferred stores – uh, my GM over there, he's upstairs and he's just cracking up. I'm like, what are you laughing at? He's like, I'm reading your application. It's absolutely insane <laughs> that they hired you. Because <laughs> it's just like, it's like, how much do you want to make? I'm like, all the money. And it's just like, nicknames. I'm like, Ghostface Killer. Like, all this b- bullshit, you know. And But I got in and honestly, like, we get a shifty at the, at the end of our shift, you know. Sure. And so it was a Sunday afternoon or, I, you know, I worked the morning. So it's Sunday afternoon, the morning shift's done, and we're all at the bar having a beer. And I look over, and at the server station, uh, our owner, John Lane, he's just, 
he's wiping down the, the server station, you know, like the bus sub area, the screens, like he's on his hands and knees cleaning shit. And I'm sitting here with like all my, you know, coworkers and I'm like, I'm like, well, what's going on over there? Like, Hey, he's just cleaning and they're all having beers. And I just get up and I walk over and I grab a rag and I start cleaning it. And he's like, you don't have to do that. And I go, yeah, but neither do you. And for like 20 mm. minutes, we didn't say shit to each other. We just like cleaned the station, <laughs> not my station. And definitely, I mean, not his station either, right? And then after that, I'm like, this is different than the corporate that I came yep. from, right? So yeah. nope. so I'm like, you know, I could get behind this. And so, you know, time went on. I was able to kind of entrench in different ways. Um, and so just starting off at bartending and getting into sales. And, you know, this is about now is like nine year, my nine year tenure over there. So. Nice. That's a, that's a tumultuous <clears throat> time to be at a place or not tumultuous. That's the wrong word. Uh, tremendous. God, Jesus, what's happening? Oh, uh, you can make words. It could be worse. <laughs> well, tumultuous means difficult. So, uh, <laughs> I know what mulch is. It could have been worse. Yeah. But, but uh, no. And uh, so that's, it's great to kind of get a little background on, uh, you know, your relationship to the industry. And so uh, Bobby usually kicks off <clears throat> this podcast with a question. Oh yeah, and so Bobby. I'm so hungover. I'm. I <laughs> listen, listen right I, I don't know if you can Jesus hear it. Like Christ. I had to give my ABP, so it's me talking for two hours, which is delightful. <laughs> but like, it, like I, I obviously had to suck 19 dicks t- today, so uh, I sound like shit. Busy, so, hungover, sounding like shit. The jaw's nice and loose, though. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, oh, I was say, who, yeah, I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Anyways, um, well, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. Kale, yo, as an adult man, oh, have you ever shit your pants? Have I ever shit my pants? Uh, yeah, I've had some squirtage for sure. You know? right. I mean, sometimes it just fucking like hurts, you know? Yeah. Like, shit you shouldn't have to go through. Squirtage. We haven't squirtage. heard that one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a new one. We'll have to file that under brand name. Yeah, man. You know, it just depends. You're like, I gotta, I gotta go and I gotta go now. Great word, depends. <laughs> it looks bold on that. That was the secret word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some slime's gonna fall on your head now. Yeah. Well, um, do you have any specific stories that come to mind that you'd like to share with us? Ooh, specific stories. Yeah, that, that's kind of how we'll kind of head in this podcast. This should be the only shit-related question. Um, Ooh, it is more sure. about the industry. However, uh, generally what I'm looking for when I ask a question or when Bobby asks a question is like that story that first comes to your mind, like that one that just hits you, that's what we want to hear because it's the first thing that comes to your mind. It's obviously the best story, right? So do you have something that immediately comes to mind? Embarrassing, funny, um, you know, there's one time I had to like cut my boxer shorts out at the bathroom at Simple Machine so I could like continue to hang out. I think I was with you actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I so Machine you know, there's stuff like, like that, that where, where it happens. I mean, you know, the audience already heard that story, so no need to bore anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, shit, man. There's stories, you know, all over. It just kind of depends, you know, where you're at with, you know, having having a good time, having a bad time, right? So, uh, you know, one of the things that actually kind of drove me to like the the awe of just like what craft beer kind of would mean is at our original Arcadia location, just when it was Arcadia, we hosted um, Sam from Dogfish Head. So they came out, they came out and they wanted, he was doing a talk over at ASU uh, for the business program out there. As he does. And yeah. And they wanted somewhere to like go party. And so like we, Arcadia would just to like half the patio was all reserved for him. He brought like, vintage you know 120 oh, minute all this oh, stuff no. and, oh, no. and so he brought with him all this stuff and and me and my other buddy justin were in charge of like you know kind of wrangling in like this whole like atmosphere and and everything and sam came and um you know showed up with his you know beers all on tap and all this stuff and 
you know, it was like 18% dogfish head. I'm like, man, this beer's delicious. Well, I'll already say it's the worst hangover I've ever oh, had, ever. Oh, yeah. Because I was just kind of young in the beer game. I'm like, this is so good. And <laughs> next morning, I'm like, never again. Well, here we are, many hangovers later. But, <laughs> but the thing that impressed me most was I introduced myself when he got there. Like, hey, you know, like I'm Kale, it's Justin. Like, if you guys ever, you know, if you need anything, let us know all this stuff. He's like, oh, Kale, awesome. All night long, every time. He's going by like, Kale, you good? I'm like... No, I'm hosting you, but like he immediately like, <laughs> it's like you know uh, Uno reverse card. Yeah. Dude, no, but it was like he he remembered my name after all these people are there, right? Oh yeah, oh, and yeah, and he's just there and he's asking me how I'm doing, you know. And I'm like, bro, you know. And so you know, I had like a tin tacker, and I'm like, hey, do you mind signing? He's like, sure. And I'm like, I also got like your book, like brewing up a business. Like, mm-hmm. do you mind? He goes, dude. He's like, I drink beer and I talk to people for a job. Like, I'll sign whatever the fuck you want, like all day long. And I was just <laughs> like. I'm like, that's an industry I could get behind too, yeah. you know? So it's like all these things and you meet so many like rad people along the way that it's just like, you know, with beer, man, it's like, it shouldn't be stressful like at all, you know Not what at I mean? all, yeah. We all, we all grind and we all work hard to like, you know, put ourselves out in front. Um, but at the same time, like, yeah, you just crack it open. And it's like, what's, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? So Absolutely. yeah, that was, that was super cool. I always have a fond heart for like Dogfish Head, you know, just the respect I have um, from that because- yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's hard to hear someone talk about having a bad interaction with Sam, right? I yeah. mean, he's pretty prolific in the industry. He's notorious for just, like, being super friendly. I mean, I bumped into him a handful of times. I never read Brewing Up a Business, but I read Off-Centered Leadership, which he wrote recent, probably the last five years. Killer book. The dude just remains, you know, humble and analyzes his his role in growing, you know, basically this industry, but also his company. So, yeah, he's a uh, – it's, it's rare that you see someone stay that – humble to the game and just like dedicated to like just you know making sure everyone's enjoying themselves like yeah you, like, like he said like and he says often like i just get paid to talk to people about beer why why am i complaining about anything yeah and it as some people lose sight of that right and Dude, so, people need to be reminded about that all the time in this industry it's like yeah you're sitting up the right side of this bar talking to some manager that is going to be here till two in the morning yeah uh and you get to leave here in 15 minutes all you gotta do is talk about some beer that you want to push or some drink some great product. Yeah. Like this is a great gig. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, unless you're just kind of a prick, it's hard to get through a week without someone trying to feed you or. Oh yeah. Beer. And it's just like, that doesn't literally happen anywhere else. You're not just like, okay, TPS report done. They're like, Hey man, lunch. No, that's never happened in the history of office work and I will stand behind that as a statement of fact. So. Pizza party Friday. <laughs> you can wear casual clothes. <laughs> oh, that's what I want to look forward to. So, but I do have, this is like my, one of my last send-offs as a bartender. I do have a good story for that. Let's hear yes. it. So, yeah, I'm kind of transitioning out of one location, uh, Arcadia over to PV um, as that's about to open and so we're training new bartenders to come in to fill some gaps or whatever. And, uh, and a, a good friend of mine and I won't put her name out there because it doesn't need to be out there. But so she's, she's new. She, you know, she's been serving for a while, but now she's kind of getting behind the bar. And so she's, you know, she's just kind of, you know, like trying to take it all in and the speed, you know, if you've ever been to Oso, like on the weekends, like brunch is just a monster, you it's know, it's always booming. like, I used to have like calluses from the Chobany champagne bottles, like, you know, nonstop. So it's, Bloody Mary champagnes, little beers, like all day long for bartenders. It's nonstop madhouse. So she's there. She's just, you know, just running around trying to take in all these notes that she can, all this stuff. 
and she's in the back bar. Meanwhile, I'm in the front bar and I'm just like, you know, I think this is like her last like training shift or whatever. Like, you know, let's, let's have some fun with it. You know, like what should we do to kind of mess with her a little bit? And so it's, so we're up front and I have this idea and I'm talking to the other bartender and I, and I told him my idea and he goes, there's no way that's going to work. She'll never fall for that. And I'm like, no man, you know, like I'm pretty convincing, you know, I can do this. <laughs> and so the other back bartender comes up front and I'm like, this is the time. So I go in the back and I'm sitting there and we're just, you know, we're talking about how's it going out here? You know, while, you know, I'm in the well making drinks. So I like, get it's good. It's good. And I, and I, and I pick up, you know, this bottle of Smirnoff, which was our well at the time. And I'm, I'm making this bloody Mary, but like, I'm like, I got to use all of this to get my, my point across. So I pour it and it's like, you know, a little bit more than maybe it should have been <laughs> to get it out. And, and I just go, man, I go, the Russians are so innovative with their vodka. And she's like, what do you mean? I go, it's just insane that like, you can literally have the bottle upside down and it won't spill unless you put the pork spout in. She's like, really? I go, yeah, like here, open this new one and nothing will cut. So she has a bottle upside down and oh. she goes to crack the bottle <laughs> thinking that it won't spill unless you put a pork spout <laughs> and just vodka everywhere. And I'm like, you know, I'm just across across the bar just die laughing. Everyone's like, what's so funny? And she's just covered in vodka. She's like, Kayla, you son of a bitch, you know, or whatever. And she's like, you know, she'll tell that story now. She's like, you were so convincing. You to- you totally had me. The Russians had it figured out. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's innovation. Uh, pausing gravity. <laughs> I mean, it's just fun. But that's why, so like up front, he was just like, there's no way she's going to fall for that. I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. I convince her. And then and then I think that's how I got into sales, you know. If you could do that, <laughs> you just bro, convince yeah. people. Yeah. Well, no, if you tap this keg, it'll sell. Yeah. <laughs> bartending is definitely a solid transition into sales. It's kind of where I did mine, as I had been bartending for quite a while, almost a decade. And um, I tried to get into tech for a while, and I did, but it just I wanted to kill myself. No. Uh, and then, Don't do that. Oh, absolutely not. I would yeah. I would be the guy that killed me. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to be that asshole. Yeah. Like I would clone myself just so like, I can murder myself. I, I, I get mad or I get sad sometimes. So like I'm going to be the guy that kills this rat dude. Um, please. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. No, but uh, that's why I transferred into, into beer. But like it was literally every skill I had bartending, every uh, friendship I had. I, I leveraged once I got the sales. I was like, "Hey, remember we used to work together?" Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty standard sales move. Oh, Dude, this absolutely. is the best currency. Beer is the best currency. You know, I mean, liquor too, but anything like that. It's just like, you know, yeah, this and that. People are like, "Hey, you need help with, you know, work, it may, it I'll work like on a, your truck for free." You're like, what? well, like I mean, how many times are like, "Hey, I need to move. I got pizza and beer for you." Like, yeah, like I don't even care about the pizza. Yeah, give me the beer. Let's go. Yeah, the beer will help me realize that I ha- have not thrown out my back yet. Dude, it's great. I, uh, when I was in San Diego, I actually um, locked my keys in my car. And it's kind of by an auto shop. And there was a uh, a dude who illegally had a uh, little lockpick set. Little Jimmy thing, yeah. yeah. Um, he comes over and he's like, hey, man, I see you're trying to get in your car. Do you lock your keys in? I just like, didn't want to be an asshole. I'm like, no. Huh. Yeah. You, <laughs> you just know, see me Obvious. outside <laughs> of this car with a fucking clothes hanger? Um, and I was like, yeah, I did. Uh, and he's like, well, I got a, I got a, the Jimmy, whatever, whatever they call it. And I was like, okay, Slow cool. Jimmy. If you want to, if you want to help, that would be phenomenal. And he's like, well, I'm not going to do it for free. And I go, okay, thank you for walking up to me in charge. I can call, I can also call a locksmith. Man. Yeah. Um, and like, as I say that, I was like, well, that's kind of mean, but I mean, I get, it. I could like, in all honesty, I could just go call a locksmith. I don't need you, um, 
to just like sell your services on street side. You Uh, (laughs) and I so he's like so I was like I'll just call a locksmith if I need if I wanted to pay. Um, And he's like okay. And I go actually. He like turns around and I'm like, do you like craft beer? Uh, If you can unlock this car, in the trunk of this car is a shitload of craft beer. (laughs) He's like I do, and I go perfect. And he unlocked hey, my car. He opened the Come trunk. He opened the trunk, and it's like Pulp Fiction. It's just yeah. gold, just yeah. reflecting off his face. Yeah. No, I think. Uh, I mean, I literally just came from my uh, oh, brewery, nice. so my trunk was loaded with beers, like four or five cases of both, just both arms, just you walking, smiling, just yeah. big shitting grin. With fucking, probably got fifteen specialty cans of beer, and he's just as happy as could be. And I had my keys in my hand. There you go. I mean, that's it. That's better than the time suck, and then uh, again having to having to pay for it. The barter system, but and he yeah. wanted fifty bucks, and uh, those twelve That's years probably easily fifty and, bucks, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's for me um, moving from Phoenix to Mesa. Like in Phoenix, it was like 90 percent success rate barter for beer. In Mesa, it's a coin flip. Oh yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there's just there's a lot of churchy types out here, and a lot of like recovery. People, like stuff out here, and I respect all that. So like, I don't not like a pusher, but like, it's also like, hey, do you do you drink beer? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, I'm out of luck. Yeah, <laughs> I could have I could have skipped a delivery fee here for a case of beer. It'd be tight. But uh, yeah, I mean, as it as it moves on, uh, I've definitely had my landscaper uh, fix some sprinklers <laughs> for beer. For oh, beer, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I was like, there's a four pack for you if you can fix a sprinkler. It's literally just shooting water. 10 feet up in the air. Like, I don't know like an Easter egg hunt, but like for beer cans. Is that a thing yet? No, we can make uh, it actually, yeah, I think I saw a video where they like, the parents hid like craft beer in the backyard and handed them like uh, six oh, like packs. 21 like, year old the kids. T- total wine <laughs> things do. Which is kind of a fun idea. That's pretty cool. I'm just saying, I like if we did like a beer fest kind of feel thing. Like well, yeah, but well, I would just even say for like a, a brewers, you know, like the breweries get together, yeah, yep. and everyone just brings it, just hide it somewhere, you know, and just everyone goes out and finds this beer. It would be fun. <laughs> yeah, we are doing a picnic. I think in April it could be a good time to do that. And there you go. Bring your Schmuna ice. Ah, yes. oh, dude, ice. I yeah. ice Brody pretty good, and. Oh. Kristen. I was going to say, that, I was going to say, in Wickenburg, you got it right. There's yeah. solid pictures of her. She's a it champ. Was, she looks at it and she's just like, damn it. And then she just took a knee. She did it. Yeah, I like, I put my jacket on top, you know, right in front of her. So it was just like oddly sticking up. And she just pulled up my jacket and those eyes were like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Read her like a fiddle. It, um, the guys from Bottle Shop 48 are huge on icing. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I got there I love yesterday. that, I love that even more now. Uh, I got there yesterday and Kelsey's drinking a Smirnoff Ice. I'm just not even thinking about it. And I'm just like, oh, gross, Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Were you ice? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. It's 11 a.m. Yeah. And uh, I look over to like kind of by the register and there's two more bottles of Smirnoff Ice and Adam walks over and cracks the lids. Does them both. He's like, I got iced twice this morning, and she got iced by our closing bartender from last night oh, this morning. I, 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 I'm going there tomorrow, so uh, good information <laughs> to know. I will be it's icing nice. them early. <laughs> we got to start doing that more. Yeah. Uh, well, I there was that, what, the last Real Wild Woody where I was like literally iced. Like I went and bought two 12-packs and just like iced. Put them in the top of Literally, uh, I got Josh Ramoso because I literally just stuck oh, one yeah. inside the jockey box, yeah, like, yeah. inside the coil, so... Whoever set it up was like, and I just hear a, who the hell? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> As you just peek your head over, you're like, ah, it's me. Yeah. Got him. Yeah, it's a, it's a, the, the traditions of old need to come back a little more. Yeah. And speaking of the traditions of old. No. Oh. Uh, Tradition. Well, you I mean, you're nine years ago, so you've done a, you know, one could say a, a lifetime or a half a lifetime in the business, depending upon how poorly it's aging your soul. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well said, yeah. <laughs> which means that you uh, you can draw from a lot of experiences. Now, um, tell us about a terrible coworker. Oh, Ooh. yeah, that one. Yep, yep, that one. Right yeah, there. yep, yep. It just, all right, here's the thing that I don't fucking understand, okay? You're in, you're in the service industry, okay? Service, it's right there in the title. Right. And for whatever reason, I mean, I get like phones are different for me because I, you know, I'll just, I'm 36, so like, you know, I went through high school without a cell phone. I feel you. So I didn't have all this like hard connection and I get that all these, you know, uh, you know, industry establishments have to be like, no cell phones. Like they have to continuously preach it, but you can't really take that away from somebody who's personal property. Right. Yeah. This isn't, I mean, you could be, yeah, but it's like, it's like just be an adult and we won't have this problem. You know, if it's busy, you know, like be busy doing your shit. And if it's not busy, then you have time, you know, like fucking check it real quick. I know how fast people are at their phones. Right. Mm -hmm. But this one person is just nonstop. Always on her phone, always right by like the computer. So she's looking like, nope. (laughs) I I mean, I can't even say I'll get any more mad, but I I won't throw it out. Anybody from Oso probably knows who the fuck this is. This is just the whole time. It's just, and it's like you're 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 good looking and you're charming. You could make us a lot of money, but you're a complete waste of space. You don't you don't fucking hustle, and you just sit there, and it just blows my mind because like. I need you to like go on the clock and just go to work and, and get it done. Yeah. You know, like I go like John's kind of, you know, G would be like, you're like the mayor of Oso. Like you don't really do much, but people come to see you. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, fine. It's called holding court and it's important, John Lane. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, it's, it's a dear mint for sure, but it's like, I know how to like rally, you know, no, people would sure. show up to the bar just when I would work just to like sit there. Mm-hmm. And it's like to have somebody else come up and it's like having like, a male and a female, like, it's a good tandem to have, you know? Sure. I mean, you get, you know, yep. like, there's guys that are into me and there's girls that are into me. And then same for her, you know? Yep. Like, Absolutely. we could easily go about this. But it was just, like, always, always, like, nonstop. Like, she didn't give a shit. And it would always be like, I just want you to do your job. And it would just drive me crazy because the potential was there. And I was just like, I don't even know why I have to, you know? Because <laughs> the other problem is we had two bars, so people would, like, float. But then when people would float to the not busy bar while the inside bar is just getting hammered and then you look outside and there's three motherfuckers out there, you're just like, I, anyway, it's it's called work ethic like and it needs to like be, this. it needs to be trained. It just drove me fucking bananas because like, I don't care what it is when I go to a beer fest, like my day's over. Like yep. I'm not going to get out to go do something else or do whatever. Go there, finish it out, go the extra mile to do whatever else, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's, that's that. So, you know, when you clock into work, you're at work. You're not going to leave anytime sooner. Just get it done. Make your money. But anyway. Well, so Oso is a pretty classy establishment. Um, but even at the classy of places, shitty people show up. Uh, any cool kickout stories you got from bartending? Uh, so I've only kicked out one person. It was like my best friend's cousin. Because <laughs> he's representing my name and he got to get out of here. Well, you know, yeah. Kind of like that. Like, you know, and he... he Talks to me. He's like, remember when you're 86? And I go, bro, I never 86 do. I just kicked your ass yeah. out that one time. 
Because yeah, he was clearly not in the industry. He was just he was just stepping. There's a huge difference between being asked to leave for the evening because yeah. you're being a bit well, much and being 86. He was yeah he was stepping where he shouldn't and it was getting kind of crazy. I just like you know back of the collar just like let's go and I just yeah. drug him out and I go oh no shit I go I go you <laughs> need to go oh yeah like oh yeah that. no I go, you're out dude like you know we'll figure it out I don't I don't usually you know kick people out out you know I'll talk to him first but hey man like you're over the top. Like for me, if I ever go out and a bartender's like, hey, I'm like, oh, I'm in deep shit because yep. uh-huh. I know that you know what's up. And if I'm out of control, it's because you're right and I'm wrong, you know, <laughs> yeah. but you have to have that realization. So some people don't have that. Mm-hmm. But there is one time I walked in, um, I was over at PV and it's like a Sunday. So the days are long with football and all that stuff. And it was like transition. So as you transition, you have like, you know, your AM, you know, and there's that rollover like, hey, these people are still here and all this yep. stuff. Right. And there's this this guy and this gal, and they were there, and I just kind of get there, and they they both kind of get up and leave and go to the bathroom, and then they're walking out. So I found my manager, and I'm like, hey, you need to go get those guys because I still have a tab open here for them, and they're leaving, but I haven't really served them anything because I just got here kind of thing. Yeah. So he he goes out of the parking lot, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Pulls out a big wad of cash, you know, pays his bill. He comes back, whatever, no big deal. Like an hour and a half later, homeboy comes back, and he's big yoke dude, you know? And, and he comes up and he's like, Hey, you know, and he catches me cause I get lucky <laughs> yeah. and he's just like yelling at me. He's like, he's like, I already paid this bill. I'm not paying it twice. You know? And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I'll get a manager for you, dude. Like here's the scenario. I came in, I introduced myself, but then you left and you paid your bill, but I don't know what happened between now and then, whatever. He goes, no, I want my fucking money. And he takes, we have like our pint glasses stacked and just goes Tsh! and just breaks it all over his hand, all over my body, That's all the way right? down. Now I'm telling you, like, if there was ever a, like, you're going to get jumped, like, if that did, dude did anything, because I have my bar back here, I have another bartender here, I have my chef here, like, everyone was just kind of, like, ready for that one more thing this guy might have done, and and my manager's like, just so you know, I called the police, you know, where I come out, and he's like, good, call him, his hand's just, just dripping blood. Oh, no. You know, because, well, yeah, he just smashed, you know, like, 30 glasses oh, so all he, over the place. he didn't just push him, he threw his hand against and them just at force. Oh, yes. Ah. So it cut when he hit. Yeah. What a d- And so he's sitting there. If you're going to do that, like if you're going to be a bully, like figure it out. Yeah. Smart bully. So, I mean, so anyway, they both got 86, a real 86 <laughs> of it all. And, uh, yeah, you know, passed on. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's like, come on, man. Like I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, if you had a problem, I usually be like, Hey, uh, you gotta go figure this out with this guy because I didn't take his money. You know, if he paid cash or whatever, like we'll figure it out. But like, you know, they just, you know, they find me for, you know, the, the drama because. Well, uh, what an, an absurd reaction to have because uh, you would have just, once the manager showed and you'd be like, I already paid it. And the manager would be like, okay. Yeah. And, that, and like, that's where that would end. In ultimately oh. worst case scenario, you can just call your bank and be like, hey, the people at such and such were assholes. Well, but he did, he did cash. cash. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so he did cash. So that was kind of a thing. But yeah, you would have been like, but, I already, the manager but I already paid that. Yeah. Okay, it's like, see. oh, well, let's come back. And then you could even like call the other bartenders like, hey. This guy, you yeah. obviously remember all this stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's real early in the process to be like throwing shit at your bartender. Also, well, and it's that's so never simple. an acceptable part the of the process. The manager comes over the computer. <laughs> it, does, goes, it does bow well. Yeah, you know, the manager comes over and goes, interesting. All right, tab's deleted. Yeah. Yep, yeah. you're good, man. Yeah. Oh, your $80 tab. Woo, we're and, a booming and business. Also, in yeah. a bar, yeah, we can afford it. They're, like, not only just the staff, like, there are a lot of regulars that will beat your ass for fucking with a bartender. Like, I mean, it was, there was is, a lot that, of people, yeah. Like, yeah, your bartender's your therapist. He's your friend. Like, he's the guy that gets you a drink. He's the one that knows your name, right? And then someone's fucking with that person. Like, 
I've literally seen regulars like fucking take care of fucking rowdy fucking. Oh yeah! Before. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely! Right well, then, you know when that's like, especially if you got a good place like that, then it's like this is my bar now. Like all yeah. the regulars think this is my bar. You yeah. don't come in and fuck up my bar. Uh, I've had regulars where they've brought in someone else that I've kicked out, and as I kick them out, the dude turns to the other guy and goes, "Do not get me eighty six from this bar." Yeah. <laughs> I love this place. Yeah. Fuck you. We're yeah. not friends. Yeah. Uh, so I kicked his buddy out, and then he stayed. Yeah. And I was like, uh, John, you been good. Um, we were almost 86 you a couple times, but today, you've been good. Your buddy is gone. Yeah. I've, I've kicked a monastery up here. I oh I was doing God. a tap takeover. I've kicked somebody out. No shit. They're getting out, and I'll just be like, bro, time to go. And just, you know, and just go. And he's just yelling the whole the way out. I go. monastery is the Wild West of bars. Dude, that's my kind of people, though, dude. dude I'm all about it. I, li- I, I live, kicked out of that bar. Yeah. I well, live three miles from it. I'm there often. Yeah. And, like, generally, I'm, like, not in work clothes. I'm just like, hey. Like, I try not to, like, stand out there. I just like hanging out. And it's, it's, uh, you know, you know I like a good, like, rowdy bar. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, dive bars. Like, when I first started, G was like, why do you always go to these dive bars? I love dive bars. Those are my people, you yeah. know? Like, I just get it, man. I don't know. I don't do, like. I'm slumming it with them. I'm not yeah. going into the so Henry. Scumbags. Like, you see what I dress, you know? Like, Eddie, Eddie will tell you a story. He's a manager in Gilbert. And we both did sales for a while. We went to... Eddie's um, a fucking G. Yeah? I like it. You know, all right. So we went to the Royal Palm over here. Um, oh, yeah. Off of Indian oh. School. Oh, yeah. I live right next to it. I, yeah, yeah? Live, all right. Or, or no. That's, no. Uh, that's, no, we're thinking the golf course. Yeah. The one over off of Ar- in Arcadia? No, there's a no, golf no, there's course a golf off McKellips that's okay. called the Royal Palm. McKellips. Royal Palms golf course. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, so this one's in like by Camelback Mountain. Oh, so, also, but it is a golf course? Uh, it's like kind of a swanky hotel. Oh, okay. It might, I don't know. Can you play golf in the hotel? I mean, sure. You do anything you want. You, you pay for it, anything you want. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those kind of places. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the Royal Palms over here is a really shitty golf course. Oh, uh, okay. Like no, tiny little is, executive course. Yeah, right this now. is like this is next to the Phoenician over that way. Okay. Oh, okay. A little fancy. Uh, maybe it's just the Palm. I think it's Royal Palm. Anyway, so we go and and this is like you know very nice. Like I said, swanky, whatever. And Eddie's just like, all right, you know, we gotta do this like sale, like so dress nice or whatever. I'm like, ah, cool. So I show up. Wearing loafers. Pretty much sandals, <laughs> short, and like a nice Hawaiian shirt, you know? <laughs> and he's just like, and, and like we're walking, and he's like, bro, he's like, I told you, I go, I go, dude, this, this is, is like nice. an $80 Hawaiian shirt, more than what you got on, you know? <laughs> sitting there, sort of sitting, I'm like, please, my keys, like, let's just go. So we go and we sit down and talking to the chef about like a food pairing, all this stuff, or whatever. And he's just, and no shit, the guy goes like, Dude, I really like your style. And I look at Eddie and he's like, motherfucker, like out loud. <laughs> and they kind of look and he's like, he's like, I was just dogging him and then you guys like it and he'll never change, you know? <laughs> and everyone just starts laughing, all this stuff. Dude, good. it's, dude, it's, uh, <laughs> so it's like, it's personality that makes this, like, yeah. this makes this work, right? Like, uh, we all sell damn near the same shit. Yeah. Like, your product compared to my product is almost identical. Yeah. Uh, it's beer with is different. different vegetables in it. Uh, <laughs> um, so when I go up, people are like, oh, I like Bobby. I like Kayla. I like Alex. Uh, and then the distributor comes no, in and they go, I'm going to buy that because I like that dude. And then his product will sell. It's good. Yeah. Uh, now, there's shit product on it. You know, and that sucks to be a rep for, for that. But, uh, what is the old it's Carl, hard, yeah. Carl, yeah. Carl Strauss always likes to throw shade. What did he say? Uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of really uh, great sales teams that have sold a lot of shitty beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. It's true, though. I mean, my guys, I swear, I'm like, you know, people are like, oh, I love this. I love Oso. I go, those guys make fucking good beer. It makes my job really easy. Oh, yeah. Because even with our spirits, too, like, either way, people are like, I really enjoyed all of this. I go, I'm glad because they do a good job at it. 
makes my job easy. Here I am to do that. Okay, right? That's how you get it. Yeah, you know, but you're right. It's like I don't ever try to go out there and be like, you have to buy this. Like, you buy whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's your establishment. I'm just gonna try to facilitate what your needs are. Yep. But like, our beer is not gonna like you know turn you your bar into the most sought after bar. You know what I mean? Yep. Like anybody who wants this product can get. This we product. have good product, and I like to think that when people see Oso, they're like, oh, I like Oso. I'll like this, and mm-hmm. then that's the only tie that I'll get into. But I don't want to bully anybody and to be like, oh, if you don't do this, man, you're t- totally, you know, losing. Like we kicked out a major uh, national brand out of our well and they were just pissed. And they're like, it's the biggest mistake you ever made. Blah, blah, blah. We're like, all right, fucking see it. Because they were, they were giving somebody a better deal on their case buys than us. And we slayed it. And we're like, what the fuck? And it was just like, you're out. Yep. And they were just like. Like, oh, you'll net, you know. The, You're going to fail because yeah, you don't have Yeah, weekly. exactly. And it's like, okay. And Did you ha- do you know the name Smirnoff? Yeah. Uh, however, funny. It was more of a Texas-oriented phrase. <laughs> uh, interesting sidebar on that. Um, when I was uh, at, say it with me, one of Max, um, I kicked Smirnoff straight up out of house for fucking around with me, uh, the rep. And... Uh, <clears throat> And, that, you know, and then we went to Southern and then, you know, they eventually got it back and whatever. So fast forward five years ago, oh. I'm pitching Grand Canyon Spirits to break through beverage. <laughs> and one of these guys in the boardroom, Pipe 70, is like, hey, aren't you the guy that, that pulled Smirnoff out of Iguana Max? And, I, and John just turns to me and looks at me like, like murderous, like, what the fuck? But what are you supposed to do? Like, yeah, I did at the well, time. Well, I, mean, I, I, uh, I reverse Uda card him, yeah. and I was like, well, I mean, y'all wouldn't stop employing Rocky Corals, so that's not my fault. There you go. <laughs> Shout out, Rocky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do love Rocky Corals, so, but uh, he was uh, he was up some time for Larry back then. But yeah, uh, just. You should always do that, um, especially as a local brand. Uh, just sometimes it does come back to <laughs> in a fun, fun way. Well, dude, but ultimately, I am with Breakthrough, and everything's fine. So Yeah. I mean, you just got to stand your ground in what you believe in, and that's oh, it. Absolutely. You know what I no, mean? I agree. It's well, like, I, I, work, I work fucking hard. Like, be me, myself, and us as a company, like, we all work very hard to do what we do. And if absolutely. people are going to kind of, you know, give us a run around on this and that, it's like, I know we don't have this big national, you know, bank account dollar thing. Like, we're we're running local even though Oso's one of the bigger ones I guess but it's like mm-hmm. yeah man like we put a lot of what we do back into our community and back on all that stuff you know yeah when we when you got here we were talking all the charities and all the yeah yeah people just, they just want f- just want free stuff and it's well, like and I, and I think that sometimes that um, specifically here in this city and in the state the state's pretty large but this is the fifth largest city in the US and a lot of you retailers. hear that, listeners? Yeah. Number five. Five, 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 five. But uh, in the last year, it's probably three and a half, dude. This place has blown <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. But the and the point remains the same: is that there's plenty of people to do good business with and keep me fucking busy. If you wanted, like, try to drag me or treat me like shit or like, is a is a thing to draw free goods out of or or try to like do shitty business? Like, I think half of it is really just like. They just assume, because, like, you hear these stories that, like, Smirnoff or Jack Daniels comes in and does a $50,000 spend or whatever, or, like, the biggest brewery They comes do, in and, do and, they and they do, do monster spends, and but then they hit like, us up. Yeah. Like, I've had people be like, yeah, I want to do an event with you, uh, but two months ago, you literally just told me you want to do events with other reps because they just do a spend. I'm like, if you just want me to spend 50 bucks, I'll spend 50 bucks. But, uh, 
I do not have a thousand dollar expense account a month. Yeah. I do not have a ten thousand dollar. I get four hundred dollars to work with, buddy. Yeah. Uh, now, I, when, I, yeah, I've literally had people like, "You need to come in and do two spans of this," and I was like, "Well, I'm glad that you brought that up early because we're done." Like, I there's. I'm not even going to sell you that much beer. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what, what are you on about? No, you're going through a six stool. Well, which I, is a small keg. Well, oh. I show up to these, like, events, and, you know, there's a vodka <laughs> purveyor out there that, like, they literally will say, we're the only ones here. And so I, well, I've been railroaded on our spirit side because they got the agreement that they'll do that if they're the only ones there. And it's like, you're not even local at this local event. And so we're there to do beer, which is fine. But they're like center stage and we're like kind of off to the side. And it's just like, it's kind of ass backwards if you ask me a little bit, you yeah, know? Deep Eddie's is frustrating. Because, yeah, it's the other guy, the oh. Tito's guy. Well, that's right. Well, I mean, that's They're partners, house. right? Yeah. Deep Eddie's in my house. And like, I'll, I'll show up to like, there's this local event in Chandler and the big center stage is always like Deep Eddie's, huge Deep Eddie's tent. I'm just like, fuck. And I love like, Nate, right? I yeah. mean, it's not he's the a people. Good dude, but I get like, it. Yeah, but... it, yeah. It's it's fuck, man. Like, and and ultimately, consumers don't fucking care. A most of the time, if they like, if they don't know, they don't care. Right? Yeah, that's the 100%. point. And that's why it's our job to educate. And usually, people come around to that. But if you're at a local festival and there's just a big tent up there that says Deep Eddie, you don't think twice about it unless you're in the business or educated. You about. just go and get it. But it's like it's just I just want to tell people be like, when you buy local. That dollar stays local. Absolutely. It's like 82 cents of that dollar stays local. Mm-hmm. There's some that go to the feds, some that go to the state, mm-hmm. yeah. but most of it stays here. Whereas if it comes imported from somewhere else, it's like 24 cents mm-hmm. of the dollar. And it's like, and you in know, some we, cases it's as low as 15. Well, it's just yeah. like, this is where you live. Wow. Yeah. It's like, we, we make it, you know, our brewers make the beer. I sell the beer, you know, you buy the beer. It goes back. It's just a circle of, you know, all this like, and I'm not saying like people can't come in and do that, but it's just like when, uh, when these brands come in and just buy their way in, it's like, if, if you think that buying your way in, if there's not something there already, you know, you just have to look at it. Like, why are you buying your way in? Why wouldn't I just choose to have you? Like, exactly. why, why are you trying to, you know, put restrictions on what's going on around here? Dude, I, I mean, I know they do absurd, like those big guys, they do an absurd number in sales, but, uh, I want to see an accountant just like break it out be like they spent 12 million dollars on spends yeah. and marketing yeah. uh, for it to be even just the ones where it's like okay they got the tent in the middle of the fest uh, they're the only vodka whatever it is yeah. that cost them $23,000 uh, how much vodka they sell there uh, like $1,100 that day like yeah. right like but it's just the big brand, the big marketing eyes, because yeah. like every goddamn dive. Well, and brand brand recognition is important, and if you can push everyone out a few times and you know really lock yourself in with consumers, it's it's what frustrates me about it is like so. There's lots of what I would call a medium brand, like a medium non-local brand, right? Um, lots of our friends work for them, um, <laughs> and then they also come into our market and they make engagements with the community. They work with the community, they make themselves part of the community. As someone who sells out of state myself, like I try to make myself as involved as I can in the community and like try to give back because that's what a local would do and act like yeah. rather than just come in and be like, well, I want to skip the line. Here's a bag of cash. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah. And it's just like, you didn't prove this is our home. And like when you go to someone's home, you treat it with respect. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, you work for, but we're here. I mean, we're, we're here. Bobby's home. You, this is your you home. You live here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you're yeah. here and you know, 
you know what the ups and ups are. You're like, oh, I've seen this. I've Bobby's seen that. Yeah. super dialed into the community in Arizona. Right? Yeah, like I mean, it's, that's... It's, it's, I was taking it up for the perfect example, obviously. But <laughs> there, there, there are a handful of others in the state. Like, you know, Sierra Nevada back when it was more Ben Vandermeer than whatever the fuck it is now. Yeah, I can't uh, trust that dude. He's never shit his pants. Yeah. He has not? That's I a mean, lie. Fair, I haven't either. But he uh, laughs a lot. And <laughs> there's no way he has not squared so well. Ben, I challenge you for sure. Yeah. On that, I'm gonna get Paul. He threw a challenge flag, boys. I, yeah, I'm gonna get Polly for that dude, and I want it to be told. Well, we we interviewed him when he was still living in Mesa. He's living in Tempe now, so I'm guaranteed he shit his pants at least once. Living yeah, in dude. And, Is that and, just and the area code? I mean, well, no, if you're at Filiberto, I mean, come on, you living can't in Tempe that. when you're young yeah. is easy, but like when you're 40 plus, trying to live in Tempe, bro, like you're gonna yeah. shit your pants. <laughs> well, let's. We're, we I feel like we've dialed back more into the, what this podcast is, and uh, I'm I'm stoked because. I got another question for you, and uh, it is, what's the shadiest thing you ever done while you worked? Yeah, buddy. While I've worked? Yeah. While you've been on the clock. Yeah, you're on the clock. I mean. Doing something shady. Technically, I like to think I'm a salary man, so I'm getting paid every hour of the day, no matter what. But if I did some shady shit now, I wouldn't call that while working. Shady shit while working. Uh, I don't know, Every, I mean, I'm pretty it's straight so edge, easy. to be honest. <laughs> I, already, I, don't, I, already I don't, saw you select it in your brain. I saw no, it. no. I mean... To go through the Rolodex of, of, of a great guy. Putting the, put the check marks in the boxes. This guy cleaned a server well with John Lane. Come on. That's what I mean. I mean, I, I get mean, mad with work have, ethic. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't have to be Oso. I mean, you can... Oh, anywhere? Yeah, just yeah, any... Yeah. Uh, you never. Uh... We had a we had a uh, Bobby's buddy on who was like, "Oh, the shit you should have done on shift was definitely when I was in the service." Yeah. <laughs> oh, dope. Yeah. Uh, I used to my very first job. I used to put in like backyard like sport courts, like what we use for like our well, like those little like mm-hmm. plastic grates or whatever. Okay. So it was uh, there was there were full basketball courts that were just all those. And me and a buddy. We would go and just line the whole court with that. We'd paint the lines, put in the hoops and all that stuff. So we'd travel all around. We had all our own uh, all our own stuff. And I would say, I mean, it's probably the most unethical thing, but we would use a company car to go to Circle K to buy, like, Gatorade and chips and shit. Oh, you yeah. saint. I know, no, dude. This is some Ben I'm just telling you. Although we did break a trampoline once by accident because <laughs> you know, I'm trying to double bounce. Is, man. Yeah, no, it was in ground and it fell out. We did get in trouble because we got to and so we're like North Scott, so we got out to like Power and like Higley or something like that. Did those cross? I don't know. Higley. No, something. I was just in Power, Power Higley today. Yeah, they're, or actually, no. they're, they're parallel. Nope. Anyway, somewhere it's somewhere. <laughs> Higley. I was just in the Twilight Higley. Zone today. Higley, Higley, Higley I had a very head. very long yeah. car. Uh, <laughs> we we got we got there to drop off like the hoop and all the all the boxes of tile. I'm like, dude, we're here. Let's just put it up. So we like we like knocked on on the door to be like, can we use your tools? You know, I mean, we're just in the college. And she's like, yeah, but she like called our boss and be like, it's so unprofessional. We get back and he like yells at us. But I'm like 19. I'm like, okay, later. You know, like <laughs> and we do fire me. It was like me and my other buddy. We make you tens of thousands of dollars per one. You know, pay us. <laughs> Almost nothing. Yeah, I mean, it was no big deal, but uh, we did do, do a court for Clive Cussler. That was kind of cool. Okay. Um, tennis court, more or less. But uh, yeah, that job that job was dope. But yeah, that was one thing that I did. I was like, ah, that's probably not the best to use a company car to buy myself stuff. Some Gatorade, come on. Well, and chips, maybe like listen, some jerky yeah, or something, listen, you know. If you're like, yo, I used it to buy rubbers, like. I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> the old lady. Gotta be safe. Yep, All right, I won't work lady. as much if I'm tied down, though, yeah. you know. 
Well, listen, I've uh, I've worked a few festivals with Kale uh, recently, and uh, <laughs> and I'll tell you oh, that yeah. uh, he uh, he's no stranger to a festival, which means that you've seen a beer fest creature. We have not too. asked this question in a minute. Uh-huh. No, we have not. You've seen a beer fest creature or two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one. Tell yeah. me about it. <laughs> tell me. Tell yeah, me what that is. features, dude. <laughs> I mean, before there's there's a time and place before I had a kid, you know, and before it would just you just go to festivals and you just schmooze all day long because you're there. Uh-huh. Yep. And yep. They're, answering the same four questions a hundred times. Yeah, you know, whatever. But you know, you get them. You know, coming back doing whatever. There is. There is a picture, and Josh has it. I think I gave probably like 60, 65 lady like a tramp stamp, like real deep tramp stamp. Like I think her like pants were like down to like half of her butt. Nice. And we put you know some. I think it was at a pe- the pizza fest. You yeah. gave her. A, oh, because you like guys have temporary, temporary tattoos. tattoos. We have a temporary tattoo, so yeah, oh. I, I definitely. I was like, I don't think this guy knows what a tramp stamp is. Like, yeah, giving her a tramp. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have we have mushroom stamp. What's going on? We have Oso. We have Oso. We have Oso. Whatever. So definitely, yeah, definitely has have done that with some people. But he's got pictures. Josh has incriminating pictures because. You know, I, by the end, it's just, you know, whatever. And you said the haze. shadiest thing you've done is buy chips. Well, yeah. <laughs> Your so, fest is work. Yeah, no, yeah, fest are. He's like pulling down grandma's pants. He's like, this isn't shady at all. This work. Whoa, she asked for it. You know, she wanted me. She said, all right, whatever. I'm sure, I'm asked, sure John Lane walks over. When you have hand. temporary tattoos, people ask you to put them on other places. If I say no, I refuse. That's rude for me. Yeah, you're a serviceman. See, thank yeah, you. He's a okay, serviceman. So yeah, I'm just doing my the job. What they want. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're gonna go home and be like, man. Well, the other part of it is we also have a distillery side and we have a dick whiskey. So I did put a dick tattoo as their tramp stamp. Solid. So yeah, so there was dick involved. Yeah. But that's not my fault. I'm just working with what I got, you know? You're just doing your job. I'm just Thank working you. with all this dick I got. Well, I mean, <laughs> just trying. Just trying. Dude, I got to get some, I got to get my beard to do tattoos. I got to. Tattoos are fun, dude. Big yeah. tattoos on some old lady's asshole. Yeah. I mean, it's, it starts, I mean, it depends what fest you're at, too. Like, so we did the, uh, like, punk and Drublick. Uh, oh, dude. Just insane. Because right, that's dude, the crowd that will. Well, that, that was an amazing yeah, I, I I told this kid, he came in line a couple of times, and they had a bus that was doing like real tattoos there. Dope. And I go, dude, you go put your name down to get this Oso tattoo. I will pay for your tattoo, and I'll buy you cakes for your, for a house party or whatever. So he goes and puts his name in. He goes, all right. They said three and a half hours. I'm like, cool. So I put on, you know. And waiting, he comes back. He's like, "No, nah, they're backed up still." And I'm like, "Dude, you're way too drunk now to really have the. If they do it, all right, we'll see how it goes." But I couldn't find him. His buddy, maybe three years later, finds me at the farmers market. He's like, "Hey," he goes, "Are you the guy that we're at this?" I go, "Does your buddy want to get a tattoo?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Tell him I will still do that today." Yeah, deal, deal I, still lies. It still lies. I will gladly get that guy an Oso tattoo, <laughs> pay for it. He almost did it, but yeah, that that punk and drove like, dude, that was dope. I had a good time at that one. <laughs> that, yeah, that was, uh, that was. Too... You go to a fun beer fest again. Well, there was a uh, right before twenty twenty ruined everything. <laughs> um, 
uh, there was this series of festivals that was kind of being held here. It was an outside company, but I mean, they had the resources and they were just kind of built to do it. Like they're one of those logistics, they're more or less a logistics company guised as an event company, mm-hmm. uh, but they have decent marketing. So Punk and Drevlik, they did, they did, um, fuck a few other, the Brouhaha stuff. The it was bru- those guys, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Brouhaha productions. And basically they would buy the beer. We were just talking about this. The beer festival would be before the concert. And then you got to go to the concert. And then you just get to oh. go to the concert. It was the best setup. You Because you're in. You're already in. You sell beer all day long. You shut it down. And then you go jam out to Rancid. The hard, there's a fucking metal one there. I feel like we just need to um, get into this company of creating dope beer fests. Yeah. yeah there's a We've metal done one where like <laughs> three of the bands were like people I followed around at Warp Tour when I was a kid. And I was just like, so I'm going to pour beer. And then go watch these badass bands that I fucking well, love. And nope. then Punk, Punk and Drebuk was this, or, yeah. Well, they had, like, yeah, it was, like, No Effects, like, Goldfinger. Well, that was um, cool, but they did a metal one, too. Oh, yeah. And then they did Brouhaha. Yeah, I mean, they they did a bunch of them. And I did the only one they did in 2020. It was out on this golf course. It was it's called Seltzerland. They did that one. And, uh. Oh, I, yeah, that's right. Fucking yeah. Seltzerland. And, and I was like, you know, yeah, hand me one of those ones, yeah. Mobile. Um, and no, so I, uh, I've been struggling with this hangover all day, and now that I got some internet, I feel phenomenal. Perfect. Yeah, I've uh, I've been fighting uh, this. My throat doesn't even feel sore anymore. It's all the Novocaine. Some cold suds for all your buds that were in your throat. Shut up, Jacqueline. Um, <laughs> she uh, she doesn't think. Uh, I think that beer uh, soothes the throat because then you don't think about it. Well, I've got some. I, uh, I've got um, some knee pads for your birthday coming up, so don't worry. Heard. I don't have anything like Robitussin or like. Um, well, I got Ricola. you a swing, so it's a little bit. You know, oh. you're just hanging. Well, you know, our, okay, our, well, our guests uh, yeah. counteract each other. Well, yeah, well, knee pads, it's now he's Sunday, not even on but we'll see. Hope, you can send it back. Ship. Amazon re- return, you, right? You, oh, you have two day shipping because it's Sunday, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, shit. Yeah. Do the knee pads on the move, on the go, and then the swing. True, yeah, if you're out and about, yeah, swings for, you know. Yeah, mobile sex swing. Wait, yeah. normal swing. No, 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 Norm- regular sex norm- swing. Oh, regular the sex swing. The knee pads are for on the go. Yeah. You can throw those in your sperner van. Sperma van. That's a tough word to say right <laughs> I don't know if calling a transit is better, so yeah, we'll just go with those. <laughs> hey, oh, it's trans dudes? <laughs> yeah, easy with the trans, though. Eek. Dave Chappelle. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to get canceled. Settle down. Um, well, shit, I don't remember what we were talking about, but we can drill it right <laughs> the fuck back in. way cooler. Yeah, what's wrong? Oh, you're talking about a beer fest and throating some dude and, uh... At a beer fest. Dude, yeah, yeah. there, there yeah, are some... the shadiest thing he's There done. are some definite... You've definitely been hammered at a beer fest, though, right? Me, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Big time. Yeah. Especially, I don't want to say especially strong beer, but, like, especially by the end of strong beer, because yeah. you're, you, like, hold off all the stuff, and you're like, we're done, and you just kind of... Do your thing, but it's like it's strong beer. It's heavy beers. You've been working all day because they make you get there at six a.m. or whatever yep. stupid time. Yeah, I get Rob there. Palmer is quite the taskmaster. Well, you know, and I get it, you know, but it's like you know, like don't drink all this. You're like, ah, it's probably better if you don't because it's just like chaotic and stuff. I'm but, always going to though. But by the time by the time it's over, you're just like, I'm I'm gonna rage now. You know what I mean? That George so, and Dragon after like. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever really. Oh wow, that's some savage shit. You're like. I just need to be at the nearest bar. Georgia Literally, yeah. 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 I at least go to TT Roadhouse. Like, oh, so no, that's far. Yeah, that's yeah, so far. That's too far. I want to pack my shit. And I walk go, over there. I walk, yeah, and I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I bring the uh, the thirty two ounce like uh, um, 
uh, stainless steel like growler. Yeah. Not the glass one. So it looks like a water bottle, right? And I'm just, as I'm filling up yeah. samples, I'm just filling up this growler full of beer. And yeah, I just it, always have cold beer. You always get, yeah. You have some, I mean, it's like, there's always the night before. So everybody shows up probably drunk already mm-hmm. still, you know. You might not have that hangover, and then you're like, ah, you know, might as well have some here and there, and then you get at it, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, the beer fest starts, and, you know, we're creatures that have it. We like what we make, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like, this is too much. I need a beer. Listen, I make I a gin and tonic RTD just to have a beer fest. I'm sure you've been to Made in the Shade, Open Flagstaff. They put you up for a night in a hotel, so they cover a hotel night, which is great. because Who does? They have never put us up for a night. Yeah, I, we get Airbnb. Yeah, but, listen, oh. uh, Made in the Shade to locals is a far more terrible festival. Yeah. Uh, it's you guys that like it more than we do. Yeah, I don't care about it. Yeah, do they offer you? I, I love it. Absolutely not. I mean, you're right there. They'd have never offered us a free room. No, uh, Jamboree, the one that the Guild actually puts yeah. on, is much better. But I heard that one's yeah, fun. Made, Made the Shade just has never been chill to locals. I, I spent years trying to bring them down. I was like, fuck this festival. I was at Guild meetings like, no one go. It sucks. <laughs> oh, it's dope. Nope. <laughs> Fuck the locals then, uh, because it's such a fun beer fest. Yeah, all right, no, we've done I get to go to Flagstaff. So we've done it. Yeah, we do it, and we rage, and we have a great time, and all this. But I will say, when COVID hit, and they they pushed off their event, and then I got an email again in, like, April, and they're, like, giving us an update, like, hey, you know, like, we're not going to cancel it fully. We're just postponing it. Like, this is our big fundraiser and all this stuff. And I... It was maybe the time, but I still kind of stand by it. But I was just like, I don't fucking know if you know what's going on out there. Like, yeah. our our you know local brothers, sister of the beer world are literally closing doors. Some forever, some just because they have to. And you're worried about your fucking event. I was like, I won't show up unless you fucking buy beer. Yep. And even then, like, if there's something else better going on, I'll do that instead. Like, it rubbed me such a wrong way to worry about them when everybody that I know is we're just scrambling with our heads cut off, trying to figure out how to survive. And they're worried about that shit. It's and a great I, way to look at it. And I just, that, that really bothered me. And it's like, you know, and it's, I don't, it's not my company. So if John's like, you got to go, but okay. Also, they've been misappropriating funds for the charity for years. Wow. And uh, the fact that they, but nobody us. knows that for sure. Well, yeah. the fact that they hit us up for money <laughs> means that they're getting no other funding probably. So, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, but if there's a better I, one out there, Jimbeer. Jim, Jim, I think, I think uh, we also, as as uh, industry folk, need to kind of lean behind, pay for the fucking product. Yeah, so donating choice kegs to you. Yeah. No, uh, I just yeah. showed up to. Uh, You're that, making. They're making crazy. I just money. did that Scottsdale uh, one. I pulled up. They bought the beer, all of it. And, you should. And I was just like. This is how things should be. So it's what, 160 it's, bucks a half barrel. Let's just say an average. Very reasonable. You're going to wholesale gonna, price. You're going to make $1,000 on that. You know, yeah. like, you can at least buy mine, help me out. I'm giving you I'm free labor, which apparently. You're labor somewhere. Yeah. Likely, you can't even find labor anymore. So you're already getting the labor to sell shit for you. Like, buy the beer. Like, yep. that's, and I agree. I think if there was more of this, nah, this is what we do now, mm-hmm. you know, we could set the tone. But again, then there might be a 50 cent. Uh, charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, pass the 50 cent charge along. Listen, you're not. Gonna, we, we can't be charging people 10 more cents. Yeah. Don't revolt. Uh, uh, every transaction. 50 cents. Er transaction. Yeah, American Express right. ain't paying for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but. But. Um, I don't know how we're doing on time, but we always like to do a uh, industry shout out or a local shout out. How are we looking on time? We're looking good on time. Looking good on time. Uh, we I mean, cards game today. 
Cards versus packs. This is a sports podcast now. Go. Uh, Let's go. I go cards. Go cards. The Cardinals. Is that who we're talking about? Car- yeah, the St. Louis Oh, no, Cardinals. right. They're undefeated right now. Undefeated 7-0. It's, it's a big deal. Yeah, okay. Bro, it's on. We're going to smash those yeah. guys. We're yeah, we're that, fucking te- cheese really, curd uh, them. Uh, historically, teams that get behind the whole undefeated stick usually lose. Yeah. By like an error. Like by a margin of 92%. It's historic. Um, this is a new era. What kind of facts is that? People who are undefeated and aren't undefeated lost. Okay, well, when the Denver Broncos opened up 5-0 and uh, undefeated, they lost Eventually the playoffs game. Uh, when the Patriots went nearly undefeated, they lost the Super Bowl. Like, it just, they're not, like... I don't care. I, if we go undefeated and lose the Super Bowl, I'd still be happy. Yeah. My, my whole thing is, listen, I'll root for the Cardinals all day. It's just the delusionality of some of the local fans where they're like, we're going all the way to the Super Bowl. I'm like, Uf, undefeated. Okay, a feat that is nearly impossible. Nobody's saying that. Once. Yeah, who's saying this? They literally this. everyone on the fucking... We're winning our division. Literally I, barely, everybody. Yeah, we're, we're, well, I was going to say... Oh, ahead of the Rams by one game because yeah. we beat them. Yeah. If they beat yeah. us back, we're yeah. playing in the most swear. garbage fucking division in the fucking NFL. Who is? Uh, the who? Cardinals. Are who? not in the... What? Most garbage division? Yeah. Oh, bro. Uh, I'd yeah, have to yeah, argue yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you better get me. your life. Yeah, I definitely have to Seattle argue chicken that. Seattle Chickenhawks are uh, lame. Uh, who, you said the Rams? The Chickenhawks? Uh, uh, the 49ers? Uh, like, how are the 49ers doing? They're doing Sussel Wilson. They're two and three. Broke his Sussel finger. Wilson. I'm, I'm just saying. There's, are you talking there's, about there's, Mr. There's a league. Major? There's a league that has both the Jets and the Dolphins in it. So, <laughs> just so you know. I think, I think we're way better off in competition. They're not rollovers. I'm just saying... We play teams and they're not rollovers. Seahawks, they lost Wilson at the moment. They still have a good squad. They still have a good coach. They could still beat you if you're not paying attention. And you got to pay attention, brother. Yeah, bro. Sure. Seahawks, Niners, Rams, come on, Find dog. out. Make a prediction of the score. Let's do this. All right, sportscast. Here we go. All right. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be under it. 50 because I bet that. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's do a prediction and then loser most – Whoever is the furthest away uh, has to shotgun Cardinals, a barley wine. Cardinals oh, lose. my God. Cardinals lose tonight by 10. Okay. Well, you're wrong. Okay. Uh, but Okay. We'll see. So, I think they win by three, uh, and I think the score will be – give me a second to do some math my head over Cardinals by three. It's still close. It's close. I'm going to yeah, say it's close. close. I'm going to say Packers take the first half Yeah. because uh, I also bet that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then Cardinals win. Win by three. Uh, under 50. Win by three and under scores under 50. I'm going to go 28-17 Cardinals. I was going to say 27-17 Packers. Okay, well, so then we'll see. Loser has to shotgun a barley one. Yeah. That's it. Everyone oh, heard it. Here it is. Losing? You said Packers. You no, no, I mean, yeah, who's losing? When the barley well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But you guys do a lot of that over where you're at with all the barley wines. So oh, we do. Wine. Well, we make Ryan Ryan do a lot of barley wine. Drinking. I think that will be our uh, Instagram. Yeah, we'll just chugging a beer real fast. Well, uh, so Ryan, when Corey Ryan Mayo Ayers, Sandlin? yeah, okay. yeah, you remember Corey Ayers? Ayers? I, yeah. Oh Corey. yeah, Corbear, dude, my fucking boy, I love that dude. Corbear? Uh, yeah, he uh, he left to go to like Texas or some shit, right? Like uh, Vegas, Vegas. That's right. Yep. Um, and he did the oh, to their like final cheers off to him, and he. Pours a barley wine and chugs it, and 
Holy shit! This dude is fucking. Well, this dude's jacked. Yeah, like, he's super healthy. He has the most dude. stinky farts. He's like all protein. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means his body isn't used to handling. This dude yeah. seems like no. Very, he drinks a lot, but he, very yeah. like very bro. Like he, he goes to the gym. He, you assume he could chug a beer. You assume he could chug a beer. You assume he can chug a beer. Uh, this dude's uh, Instagram. I'm leaving. Oh, so moving the state. Like a well liked person in the industry. Takes like 44 seconds to drink 12 ounces of barley <laughs> wine. And all I wanted to do was repost, like, love you, brother. And then just actually chug a beer back to it. And I was like, ah, let him have his big tea. But he, that man cannot chug a beer to save his goddamn life. Yeah, I saw him in Vegas last year. I called him up. He came out. Him and his, He's married now. Mm-hmm. So he came out and I hung out with us. I, I tantalized him to be like, you know, you should come back and brew beer yep. again in Arizona. And he, so he went over to for the family business. Yeah, yeah, and well, uh, so after he moved, uh, he came to uh, the next Strong Beer, and I saw him there. He yeah, came back for Strong Beer. Yep, and that's yeah, that's the first time he introduced his wife, you know. Yep. But it's like, yo, man, like he enjoys that more. The family business and uh, landscaping is mm-hmm. probably not as fun as the beer game. So no, I do. Yeah. I got sucked but into following all of his pages. <laughs> um, I I hit him up. I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, follow my Instagram. <laughs> Of landscaping, like can't wait, click follow, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, which one was it? And I just like followed like seven landscaping <laughs> Instagram pages, and they're just like sponsored ads. And I'm like, go Corey! <laughs> it's not even his page because I just liked so many. The sponsored post would come up. Oh, the first time you see him in a picture of one, you just have to be like, all right, this is the one. Delete the others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, that actually brings us to the end. Um, and like Bobby said. Um, I was leading into you, but you weren't looking at me. I'm uh, looking we peripherals. Like, we like to do a, a local shout out because uh, mm. we love local businesses <laughs> and commerce. So uh, I guess I'll just go first um, <laughs> since I'm talking currently. But uh, speaking of dives, back from earlier, earlier callback, um, Casey's Woodshed. Um, Ooh. Fantastic place to out. hang out. Uh, a place you can find me generally weekly. Um, it's, a, it's a great place. He does a lot of charity work. Um, he's I don't he's just he's been in the industry long enough to do it right he's you know one of the dudes that um, concepted and founded the ostrich right and uh, he left that a while back two three years ago and then now he's um, got this killer dive on mill and baseline Uh, he took his uh, extension of premise like uh, (laughs) to a whole different level uh, over quarantine like there's a little water feature out there that's actually made of like kiddie pools I think and it's just it's just one of the most wonderful places uh, to hang out occasionally if you just want a a nice little dive to hang out at um, that actually gives a shit about uh, what it does it's it's a nice place shout out Brandon Casey there you go it would shout out to the uh, the Phoenix Suns for losing to a fucking mediocre ass team yesterday actually one of my good friends is the head of player personnel for, of the Suns? For the, the Kings. Kings. Really? For the Kings, yeah. Well, he's doing his job right because yeah. they fucking won. He went to, yeah. First he, time I've been to a game in 15 he years. Was out. So I've, I've, been watching, <laughs> I've been watching those guys a little bit more than I'd like to. I'm disappointed they won, but I'm happy for him as all. Well. Yeah. I mean, these guys made it to the playoffs last year. Yeah. And they, couldn't, they couldn't win this one. We're fine. We'll be fine. We'll We're get, just yeah, sandbagging. Remind me of the most winning Arizona professional team again mercury or the oh, rattlers yes. <laughs> which one it, actually in order it's mercury then rattlers okay. yes yeah. that's pretty embarrassing no no why are you embarrassed wnba awesome. yeah no not the wnba the arena mercury. football team being number two 
Mercury. No, no, no. Mercury is Mercury the Rattlers. I'm just saying. Mercury's they're all, it's all good. Those it's women, all like, good. Half that team are Olympians for the USA in basketball. Yeah, yeah. That's embarrassing. I watched like three seasons. Of no, no, no. Not that. I'm just saying. The I Phoenix. The Phoenix Rattlers being number two is tremendously. I don't care what it is. If it's, it's roller derby, I'm in for it. I yeah. love Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this place. Uh, the sports could get better. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, right. I mean, look at the Cardinals. Like I was, I lived, I was like, talking I've to someone here 40 years. I was talking to someone the other day. Uh, it was actually one of my reps, and uh, we were talking about the Cardinal. He's like, "Oh, they're so corrupt. That's why they're winning right now." And like, because like the state's popular. I'm like, "No, they started doing good. They draft someone, and they get more money because people were watching." And we had we had the worst team, and then we got the best quarterback, and he's yeah. turned it around. And and then all of a sudden, Arizona when you have more money, to just plug in a quarterback to solve all their problems. It yeah. looks what? like it's working this time. No, that's, not, that's not true at all. Yeah. Remember, oh, 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 this is a sports oh. podcast, so I know, you know everything I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, no, we got JJ Watt, then we're getting uh, Ertz or whatever. Uh, we, say, we got Zach Ertz, but we also Kerber. got Green. You yeah, know? Uh, I mean, we got DJ uh, uh, Hopkins. Um, yeah, we got Hopkins. So it was Arizona. Like, thing after Arizona thing, right? teams just like to get dudes past their prime. To come Arizona play teams. for bro. Time. I've heard. I've heard this. Shaq Barkley. All right. Kurt Warner. No. 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 Uh, hold okay. On. No. Yes, you hold on. No, I'm gonna get on. you. Yeah, you hold keep on. Going. <laughs> all right. We'll go back. Rewind a little bit. <laughs> first of all, I will always support the Shaq move. You know, I love the Suns. Like my first well, love. But the thing is, San Antonio. Tim Duncan beat the shit out of Amari every time. He couldn't play the defense on Duncan. He always got in foul trouble, and they couldn't handle him. We got Shaq to try to solve that, and it just didn't work out. I will always stand behind that because we could not get past the Spurs and multiple times. Steve Nash. Steve Nash is maybe the greatest of all time. He's the best. And, uh, and fuck his wife. Got, and we got him fuck in his ex-wife. Twilight <laughs> No, we did not. He's the MVP twice for us. Twilight, two-time for, MVP. For us. Yeah, for us, for the Suns. At the end of We drafted career. him first, and then... We trade him, uh-huh. and then we got him back, and he won two MVPs. We need Twilight. You want to win two MVPs how, at Twilight? How many rings did he win? First of all, nobody on the uh, Phoenix okay. Suns ever has won a ring. Correct. Yet Charles Barkley is one of the greatest basketball players ever. He never won. Yeah, but people talk about like not the Suns when they refer to Charles Barkley being the greatest of all time. It's the Suns yeah. help complement that. Same thing with Steve Nash. It helps complement that. They, same thing with Kurt Warner. Like these dudes were already ballers. You know they're then, doing a movie, like a straight up like movie on Warner. Are they really? He's a bag boy. Is it? Is it, he bag groceries? You know that. Everyone is it a production that. company out of Canada or America? All right. First of all, no. It, I just want to know. I just want to know. Like, what kind of story are we getting? I don't know. You're right. I don't know about that. Wait, I, Steve I just, Nash? No, Kurt Warner. Kurt, Kurt Warner. Warner. Oh, because Steve Nash. Well, Kurt, yes, Kurt Warner. Like what he uh, he didn't get to, or he uh, he went to the Rams and then he went to the Canadian League and then he. No, I, right. He or, went college. Then he went. He went Arena League. Then he went to the Rams. Then he came to the Cardinals. But before, oh, I thought the, Arena. He was a, a bag boy, oh, literally thought, a bag boy. I thought boy. that in between the NFL runs, he had had like that dip, and like I thought that was like the cool story. I didn't realize he was like, oh, I'm doing a thing that normal humans do, and then my career just went up forever. No, we 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 had him because he had when the Rams won, he was a quarterback, and we had him. Oh, this guy's old. All right, we'll take him. <laughs> And then it's like, oh, yeah, but, yeah, everyone comes here to retire. I get it. We pay a lot of money to come here to retire. Without a lot of championships is my entire point. I'm not arguing that, but we got to be hopeful. And I, Cardinals are looking good. We're young. 
Christian Kirk is a Saguaro Dude, boy. Christian no, no, no. Kirk, I just got a fucking jersey. Yeah, Saguaro boy. Like, I can't because I went to Chaparral, but I'm still down for it. <laughs> Holy shit, Chaparral was monster. Chaparral beat me real. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still down for Kirk, dude. dude. Like there was in my uh, in my senior year, uh, right when our uh, uh, football season started, first game I went to for our, our high school, uh, the largest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. Uh, tackled someone and hit them so hard that they hit another human being, flew into another human being and broke that dude's femur. No. Uh, the strongest bone in your body. Uh, that dude, after that game, went to Chaparral. Yeah. After that game. After that game, then he went to Chaparral. He literally Chaparral <laughs> High School yeah. poached this kid. Dude, we That's have... Like I, was, I was a football coach for Chaparral for the freshmen and... and on their senior team, you have to like help out, you know, mm-hmm. for varsity and stuff. We had a uh, Taylor Luan, who's now the guard for the Titans. And I'm telling you, like, there's a, there's just world's difference between you're a good high school kid or you're going pro. Oh yeah. Oh geez. Yeah. This kid would be like, I mean, he's just goofball clown, always cracked me up. And he, you know, he'd always, they'd always, cause I was younger. He'd always come over and they always talk and clown and stuff. And then one time, you know, during the game, he's like, coach, you want to see me put on a clinic? And I'm like, yeah, and he would do like blindside, like run dudes until the whistle for like, you know, three full sets and just make guys look stupid. And it's like he's just he's just monstrous, big, 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 strong. And it's like when you're in high school, you're trying your best, and this guy's just like run, like he would literally kind of elevate him so their tiptoes all the way back <laughs> until there was a whistle, and be like, okay, we're done now, you know, like. Yeah. Just insane. And he's huh? like, and then as he puts him down, sets them down. He's like, just so you know, I can always do this. Yeah, exactly. Time. Yeah, I, I always do. So yeah, why McCart. Are, why are high school coaches so intense? They're so big. And... Well, this is the player. Oh, Jesus. this is a player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he he now he's now for the for the Titans, but I I will still go high school football and like college football. Like I feel like high school is like a little more crazy. I don't know why you'd ever leave like a collegiate football job because. If you do a good job, like why Urban Meyer left, I'm like you're like a god on campus, and you have all this. Now you got to go do NFL, and there's egos and all that. Yeah, I, crap. But I went to a high school that was like football. significantly more money. Yeah, but but for football, I mean, these guys are like if you have these out this way, like we have Chandler and you Dude, know, not even that. It's like, insane. In the White Mountains, I went to a school that dominated its division for like 50 years. Those dudes got fucking paid. Like, do they paid? Like by straight up by the school, by the district, by, um, by whatever their boosters. income was was just whatever it took to keep Big Bubbly Bob, Coach London, and uh, Coach Morrow. Uh, shout out to those dudes. Uh, <laughs> Coach London was literally the food pyramid triangle inverted with arms and legs, and his head was like mounted. And dude, he was just like just a monster. And then he taught sex ed and health. It was like, I'm they so terrified. Yeah. They, <laughs> they always, always do. do. Because to be a coach, you actually have, have to, to have teach. teaching credits. Yeah. I just yeah. Yeah. found this out recently. And like that's why a lot of them are just like, I'll do the thing no one else wants to do. Well, I'll do any, the easiest one. But they do like a lot of weight, you know. Driver's ed. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Well, if you weight look shop. Like do they even do shop anymore? Shop needs to be. I don't know. I had shop. I did, but I all my shop, teachers, yeah. all my gym teachers did driver's ed. Like yeah. sex ed, health. Oh, um, yeah. Coach Lloyd also did uh, dri- or uh, whatever the driving thing was. Driver's ed, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe they called it something stupid where I went. And basically, <laughs> you took that, you could skip your permit test, and then just get a license, uh-huh. which was 
in a rural town is not the smartest of approaches in my view, but <laughs> Dude, so whatever. My uh, my gym coach, my weight training coach, uh, was also my driver's ed coach, and they had like the actual machines that you're like riding on. They have like the the big projector of like what oh, the geez. of the car going, and you're in a little car seat like driving Shit. with the steering wheel, brakes, pedal, everything. And uh, mine was just fucked, man. Like it <laughs> puts a little light every time you make like a driver error. So like while the car is showing that it's turning, if you turn the steering wheel too much. Then it like bleeps and that, goes like marks a bad score. That you, you did break. too much turn. Yeah, or if you like are accelerating too fast or braking too fast, and it's all just like this electronic thing. And I go to the coach, and I'm like, "Dog, you know number twenty three shit, and you put me on twenty three. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, how about uh, in three classes from now? Uh, so in three hours, I'll take another beer. Uh, in three hours." Uh, when you are now my no longer my driver's ed coach, but now you are my weight training coach, I'll just take a fat ass lap around the the building, uh, and we we call it good. Yeah, he's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that is always exchanging. He, he used to always lips. talk shit about because uh, I fucking hate running. Running sucks. Anybody who's a runner and loves running, you're a psychopath. Um, <laughs> Agreed. It's fucking crazy. Agreed. Uh, so I was, stand up to my dude, problems, not yeah, run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Runner's high is so real. Okay, yeah, it it's fucking sucks and you just disassociate is what you're doing. You could literally uh, do any other exercise. Dude, but he would give me so much shit. He's like, Vigil, run! <laughs> run! Just fucking run. It's like, we're in weight training. Why am I running? Uh, but I'd be like, all right, let's go. Let's go fucking, I'll run a lap, coach. Change that C to a B. We good. <laughs> go. Precisely. So, um, what was your local shout-out, Kale? <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we go. We go all day with this. I, do we Do we have an end time, or can we just, you know, I mean, we, can, we, can, we ramble on? I mean, if you, if you got a story you want to tell us. Uh, no, I'm, dude, I'm it's not a story. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, if it's going, it's going. Uh Local shout out, dude. I mean, there's so many people I love, but I will go. I think I'm gonna go with the new Vanilla Gorilla. All right, it's my local shout out. So that's off All of right, Scottsdale right. and like Thunderbird. So it's a new tap and bottle shop. There's plenty of them out there, so you kind of get the gist of what they do. Um, the difference is the owner Dom and his wife uh, Holly run it. Dom is a dope human being. So. Dom and I went to high school, Ooh. Chaparral, again, just to bring it back because you guys brought it there, so I'll bring it back. Sure. Um, Dom runs a Hush Kitchen next door, and he's like a world-class chef. Like, the guy right. knows how to cook, and he's awesome. And they just right next door, um, you know, they opened up, uh, you know, Vanilla Gorilla. But Dom, so one of my best friends, Megan. Dude, I didn't realize what uh, the name of it was. For so long, because um, I talked to him a few times, yeah, and then like, yeah, it's just a fucking buffed out, tatted dude, like buffed out, tatted white guy. Yeah, I I, like, that makes a lot of sense. Dom's a monster of a human being. Yeah, like he's that guy that we're talking about in football. Like he did, fo- you know, mm-hmm. he did basketball in, in high school really well. But um, one of my best friends, Megan, her older brother and Dom were like best friends, and we did like our eighth grade graduation. You know, we all kind of are going into high school. We had this big like you know party at their house and everyone kind of left and i'm just there and i'm on the basketball court with her brother is a junior so i'm eighth grade going to be a freshman he's a junior going to be a senior and he's with his buddy dom and we go to play basketball 
like two on one, me little guy against them, and you've seen Dom is you know <laughs> big boy. I would say he's like six four. You know he's yeah. big time marine, six four, mm-hmm. like you know two sixty almost. And you know, and I'm playing ball, and I'm like you know I'm trying to drive in like I feel like Allen Iverson, but I'm not as hardcore, so I'm just like getting beat up and all this stuff. And at the end of it, Dom's like, oh, I like this guy. First day of school, high school. I go into French because, you know, why would you take French in Arizona? So <laughs> we, we motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. I, I did German instead of Spanish. Yeah. I, obviously, we're making great decisions. Obviously, <laughs> making great yeah. decisions. I did in high school. Culture. I came home, and they like they give you a little thing to like fill out. And I look at my mom, and I'm like, these are the electives and classes I'm going to take. And she's like, literally looks at it, and she's like, why the fuck would you take French? Yeah. We're next to Mexico. Yeah. Well, that's go, good. That's why good. would I learn French? She goes, you're going to take Spanish. Yeah. All right. All right. Spanish. So you did Spanish. Good for you. <laughs> well, so I did French and I show up, you know, as a little freshman, just going to my, you know, because this is back in the day where like you would sag your backpacks, like oh, hang yeah. on your butt, not like yeah, high and tight, you know? Yeah, dude. So I go in and like, there's Dom, senior, big dude. He's just like, oh yeah, I like this guy. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I know the biggest dude on campus. I'm cool, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I've always had this like fond softness for Dom in my heart. And I'm just super happy that, uh, that they're kind of, you know, going that adventure in, in the beer game. And I told him, I go, you ever need anything? Let me know. Um, you know, they have a lot of good staff, you know, behind there, but I'm just super, uh, excited for him to open that up. So that's my shout out just because of the years, but also just cause the kind of guy he is like, oh, yeah. he's, I'm telling you like, dude, he's like, if you. If you want any cooking tips, he'll give it to you. You know what I mean? Like he's not a closed book, whatever you need, but he's super smart what he does. So um shout out to the vanilla griller. Don or Dom, Dom. Dominique. Oh. oh, Dom. So Tom, you know, he, he likes family. Dom Ruggiero. Oh yeah. He's a family guy. But yeah, no, I mean they just, I just that one. It's good to see. I mean, our industry is so it small, right? It is a right? Fast the Furious reference. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is going to be like the, uh, mafia. I just, I, just, loves family. I just live my life one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Clicking a ticket. So I know. <laughs> I'm hungry out here, bro. <laughs> Dude, but this, this industry is so small. So when people like branch off and do their own thing, like you're just oh, like super ooh. happy. You know, I mean, there's all... Oh, there's oh, the, the state is wide. You know, I mean, you're going from Queen Creek to... Litchfield is forever away. That is the city, yep. not the state. But okay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, you know, we're all like so tight knit and you don't really go anywhere. And it's, I think we're all kind of like in support of each other at some, some oh, regards, you know? Well, I mean, shit, you could talk to a hundred industry people that are like, oh, I want to open my own bar. I want to open my own brewery. Cool. I'm and it's like, yeah, I mean, all right, well, there's only so many spots there's, that will be yeah. successful. I've seen some people like there's a guy who runs a bar out in Chandler even now, after everything in 2020, still is like, I want to open one up. And I'm like, well, at least you know what you want to do. It's <laughs> like, you'd be insane to want to do it right now. Yeah. And, uh, but at the same time, to, to your point, Kale, I've been in this business just about as long as you. And it's, um, you know, you, you really do get to see people like transition into, you know, Divided Vine's a great success story, right? Absolutely. Two different dudes that were doing, you know, this and that in the industry. Your sales. And then just kind of were like, this is what we want to do. Let's get together. What an incredible story, right? And, like, the more of those that are out there, the better. I mean, for me, I want to see everyone come up except for you, and you know who you are. <laughs> Just one person. No one to see them succeed. That's my that's You're not my therapist. This isn't, this isn't a session. However, I want to see everyone else come up, man. Like, everyone else. I know I talk shit. I know I talk shop all the time. 
I know I come off abrasively. But, like, I do just want to see everyone come up, and it is a beautiful thing to watch in the industry to just see, like, um, you know, bottle shop open and change hands and, like, see, you know, another young uh, couple kids get to take a shot at it, right? And, like, just to see the Boulders Empire expand over the last five yeah, years yeah. and contract and expand, like, is just... Just like my... <laughs> yeah, just like my <laughs> penis. Yeah, okay. You're talking about coming up. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh... <laughs> when, when I when I get to talking without thinking, a lot of homoerotic stuff just comes out. It's, it's uh, a little Freudian, uh, a Freudian blowjob. Yep. I mean, slit. Uh, <laughs> it's a Freudian slit. But no, man. I I mean, I could talk about it forever. I mean, I'm obsessed with the state. I was born here. I was raised here. Uh, I've I've been around the country. Maybe Nebraska would be cool to move to. I guess. Um, but like, I like it here. Nebraska, and, uh, dude. Nebraska's awesome, bro. Is it dope? I, I don't remember. There's, I mean, there's it, it, it steak does, it and doesn't there's have, football. It, well, first of all, steak is something it does not have. Uh, if you listen, Huskers just keep saying this. <laughs> listen, I'm on your side, man. Bugs. I'm about, I'm about to come for the. I'm about to come for the whole Midwest right now. People. But y'all don't know how to cook a fucking steak. Who? So, I think that's such a blanket statement. Salt man. and pepper, okay, one minute each side. Up, boom. More specific reference: um, Nebraska, Omaha steaks. Um, when I was at the Great Nebraska Beer Festival f- five, four years ago. Name like drop. Well, no, I'm about to name I'm about to name oh. drop. Hold on. So we're there, and John Scotty of All About Beer Magazine, uh, mm. and, and Laura Bella. His there. last name's Scotty? Yeah. Scotty, who, like, who S- calls You never trust there. somebody with two first names. Yeah. That's a goal. Well, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's very, I'm assuming. Shout out Tanner Shout out John. Tyler. I'm about to fuck this up. Maybe a ta- Italian. It's S C I O T T I C E, something like that. Like, uh, but it's Scotty. Scotty. It's 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 <laughs> all oh, like Kevin Cox. But so it's it's John Scotty and Laura Bell, and they're like, hey, um, and it's me and Detler from Wilderness, and we're and we're hanging out, and um, you guys are all in Nebraska. We're all in Nebraska hanging out. Uh, the Great Nebraska Beer Festival is a big deal. It's the biggest Midwest beer festival, and like, there's always some baller out there. It's where I met Mike from Green Flash. It's where I met fucking. They tell you how many people come to this beer fest. Megan Parishi, the head brewer of Sam or Sam Adams, came out one year. I met her there. Um, it's a it's a huge one. I I could look it up or just text the Nebraska yeah. people, but um, he, he knows. He's, he's, I know Nebraska. <laughs> I, I know people at Nebraska Brewing. Shout out. Um, Shout out, guys. But no, I. I, I <laughs> just text the area code. So, oh, hold on. I'm gonna talk to Nebraska real okay? quick. So, uh, my people talk to Nebraska real fast. Plus one the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> However, we're out there and they're like, "Hey, Piccolo Pete's is this famous steakhouse Piccolo that Pete's. Warren Buffett goes to every time he closes a million dollar deal." And I'm so like, he's there every day, all the fucking time. Yeah. I'm and I'm like, okay. That sound. They're like, it's gonna close January first. Oh, why? Warren Buffett. <laughs> So, so, so they're just like, hey, this restaurant actually is like slated to close, and so we're like, what? We're Warren Buffett can't we're, make more money. So it's the it's the third week of August. So uh, you know, about five months out, they, they've given people this morning, right? It's like, fuck, maybe there's wait. So we're just like, fuck it, we're gonna go. And um, while that was one of the most incredible nights I've ever had in my entire life, um, that steakhouse was trash. Really um, interesting. Yeah, it gave it's me. Hard a, to cook it, a steak. it gave me. It's nah. The steak being not cut and or cooked right was problematic. It was a lot of the other stuff, like where for dessert you could just order a like. There's just a lot of people color there that Jell-O. you didn't like. Yeah, it was mainly all the colored. <laughs> no, you fucking. <laughs> 
There's no colored people in Nebraska. Get your head out of your ass. Jesus Christ. I thought I got that one right under oh the radar. You just blame the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh shit. No, cup it, of Jello. No, it was cre- so. I was with. I was they there, had a cup of Jello. I was there with Noel Garcia, and literally, no joke. This is fucking so hilarious. So it's me, Andy, and Noel, and we're sitting at this like random like place drinking beers, eating sandwiches, and Noel just kind of like, like what he's like. I just feel the racism. Yeah, yeah. He's like people <laughs> look at me. And then literally the next morning, we wake up in our hotel, and there's a, a paper, and it's or they're delivered to the rooms, and it's like <laughs> Nebraska faces its dark past. It talks about all the lynchings that happened like feet from where we're sleeping, and I'm just like, he really could sense it. <laughs> he really felt this. Jesus, he, he really felt it. But Nebraska, aside from all that, is awesome. Um, but again, Every, nah, everywhere is awesome. You just gotta find the right places. You gotta um, find the right people. Look, yeah, hold yeah. on, yeah, yeah. fuck Florida. No, Florida's dope. Florida's dope. No, dude, if you're trying to get some good cocaine, <laughs> I'm not. But I could also just go oh. to Vegas. Oh, or, no, or wait, wait, hold tight, hold tight. L A. You're going to Vegas. I got, I got lots of family in Fort Lauderdale. Well, so actually, the best people. Dope. If I, if I wanted, if I wanted man. to get good coke and I didn't have any connections. You go to Pepsi. As I don't, uh, I would just drive to L.A. LA. Uh, Florida's dope. Florida's dope. I like Florida. Um, Pretty false. Um, I've been there. Florida's dope. I like Florida. Nope. Anyway, <laughs> at all? Nothing about it? It's big. I went, I went to <laughs> Disney World and still was like, this will be my last time here. Wow. Well, <laughs> but that said, that said, I feel like there's a lot on you, though. There's well, a lot. Well, first of all, Florida's no, enormous. No, Florida is on its residence, and that's all I'll say about that. What we were talking about is Did how you much could get Arizona's bath salts, amazing. smoke said bath salts, eat person's face. Who didn't and, take bath salts. Yeah, and, and have a great time. See, that's a misperception of Florida because there's actually laws that allow people to just basically like put your face on TV for any crime you've ever committed. And most states don't have laws that liberal for that kind of shit. So Florida just kind of seems more excessive. A lot of crazy shit happens in a lot of states. But the media just don't like put it on the news because they're not allowed to. I think Kale's right. It's, you just got every. There's a good place in every state. Yeah, you, I mean, it just it depends. I mean, so you're going to Disney World, right? Listen, That's a very if you populated Jacksonville hub. Yeah. from Florida, we'll talk. I would say it. Fort Lauderdale. I've been growing up there. It's one of my favorite places. I have to go. no doubt Fort Lauderdale is probably. But it's here. not. It's it's like Miami light. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not as crazy. It's just nice. It's you know you have nice beach. You have old old history bars where you know all right on the beach. Can we just blow Jacksonville up around it so it breaks off of Florida and then it's its own inter- I mean it might as well be international waters now. So let's just give them their own space and then Florida can probably be at least decent. Yeah, fair enough. It's I, it's been referred to as the penis of the United States. Yeah. No, no, no. happiness. Happiness. Yeah. I've just always called it God's waiting room. But uh. <laughs> well, because it dang- it dangles down, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fucking U.S. is hung, dog. What's up? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, about you're looking at it backwards. That's it's, our hemorrhoids. Yeah, it's a, uh, <laughs> a great representation of someone else. I mean, I'm just saying, there's lots of cool places out there. I mean, all you gotta do, is you gotta ask the locals where to go. Like anytime I yeah. travel, you could you could Google all you want. The first place I go and the first person I see, I go, "What would you do? What would you recommend?" Because they're going to tell you what's real and what you need to see. And there's so part of that is when I was when I graduated college, me and two buddies, we did like a 50 state road trip, two months just in a 
1991 That's Nissan Sentra. Left. Kona? Ooh. Grill? No, that was a different one. This oh. is like after this is yeah, after college. And oh, we yeah. just went and and we just went around and that's all we did i just talked to people and like where should we go what should we do just you know all these little towns this and that or whatever we kind of did some of the things we wanted to do but you know it's like dude all this stuff is you know it's polarizing like you know the news has all this stuff but it's like i just i'm sitting in a room with you guys it's like i want to know what you have to say and i want to know what you have to say because there's a connection there i don't i don't want to know about this like random story or something somebody suggests like i want to talk to the people who yeah, actually know absolutely. what's up you know dude i uh so brooke and i are gonna have another kid um we are our son is old enough now or we can well we're not pregnant yet we need to get pregnant oh, that's uh, a, but that's very easy to do yeah fuck it so any motherfuckers call me a virgin i dude, got proof dude i don't know what you thought this was just the sound of fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like when mud. i said we fucking uh we were actually fucking. Uh, no so um our, our son's old enough right now where we can uh have him be watched by mom or sister or whatever, all, all the things and we can actually take a great vacation uh, and we are we're gonna go on a five day vacation. I pushed for ten. Knew that wasn't gonna happen. So five day vacation. I gotta figure out where to go. And you've been a bunch of places, man. Where do I go on this vacation? Uh, anywhere? I send you like, anywhere, dude. Yeah, anywhere in the Tahoe. states. Anywhere in the states. Tahoe. Anywhere in the states. So I mean, I'm always in Cali. I don't, I've I talked to like, like three good. people in the like the uh, last month that are like Tahoe's amazing. Dude, I'm like, what? Denver is my safety net, right? Like, yeah. I've never been to Denver. It's a safety net, but I'm thinking like New Orleans, Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. Nashville. Uh, so if you drive, if but even if you go to like North Carolina, South Carolina, like you know, like they're just you know at the border, dude. You could see you know just a little difference in all of that, but you know some of the South just just rings different. I'm Arizona. So what we did out here and, and what we do out here is just totally different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Southern hospitality is like mm-hmm. definitely real. You know, people are about that. You know, Tennessee, dude, yeah, Chattanooga. Dope-ass barbecue. Dude, I mean, and it's just like, and, and you tell people like, yeah, I'm out here, whatever. Like, all you got to do is talk to people. Tell them, oh, come on by. Like, oh, we, we have family dinner all the time. People will be like, oh, we have family dinner tonight. Come on by. You're just like, what the fuck is going on here? Because we don't do that here as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. But over there, dude, like people are so like warm and welcoming. Oh, yeah. I spent and, eight days in Nashville. Incredible. Dude, yeah. So that's, I mean, well, yeah, I that's a good spot. vacation where I don't even, I don't have plans, right? I want to wake up, be like, where do we go get some drinks and some breakfast? Just and go we'll about it. And figure it out and like go to a cool, like crafty beer bar kind of thing. But like, and then talk to those people and be like, where, what else should I do while I'm here, right? Where like, else? Yeah. That's, that's, that's all Nebraska. I want to do. Uh, <laughs> no. You go to Nebraska. I, Nebraska's fine. Uh, but for, for five days, it might be a lot. We did. Uh, we were well, in. I was thinking Miami. Or not Miami. Uh, the Keys. I was thinking Florida. Yeah, Key West. Thinking, Key like, West would be a good one. Um, dude, like I said, I love Lauderdale. I mean, you go to the Panhandle a little bit. If you want to go like Panacea and stuff. Um, but, you know, obviously there's a lot of other places that are better to some people. Hey, like, but. if you're about. Like, I'm, I'm just like, if, if you want, like, I guess it's all like mood, right? Like, sometimes my vacation, I want to go see a beach. Sometimes I don't. And like, yeah, I mean, especially like, uh, I think the next time uh, we vacation, I might want to like, go see beach specifically. So it feels like you got like beach vibes. I mean, I'm really down for anything. I just want like killer food, killer. Is that when is when is that? Three places. Probably like, like February. Waterlocked. February. I just I, once I stack enough cash where I know I can ball on this vacation. Yeah. Um, a nice hotel. Uh, fly. Private, nice seats. So I can bring my um, 
yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, eat some of the best food, get the best drinks, and not have to be like, ah, this dinner's a little expensive. Yeah, like, I, mean, I don't even want to question like, right, it's expensive. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I got the money. I'm but Florida I'm getting the best. Florida the best. is nice, or what I like about it is like you have some like good barbecue because Southern's got good barbecue. <laughs> but they also have a shit ton of awesome Cuban food because oh, there's a lot of Cubans. I did. I so that was like the first time when I was in uh, Miami. Probably when I was like 16, um, we had uh, some amazing hold wall Cuban joints. And it was the first time I ever had plantains. And I was like, yeah. Oh, plantains. So yeah. fucking good. Ugh. Anyway, but it, you know, if you're going to do that, like that's, you know, you just, you know, be outside, just kind of do your thing. I mean, there's always a breeze. There's, you know, it's, it's Florida all the same. You know, you can't yeah. just get rid of what Florida, you know, possesses. It's terrible. But also. <laughs> Yeah, find your own happiness, man. Yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, uh, the guy who wrote the Dexter books, his name is Jeff Lindsay. Reading him describe Cubanos in in Miami like made it one of my favorite sandwiches because like I just started eating. I was like, oh, I've never really run across a Cubano necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. I've just never. I was like, but the way he describes these things, like Jesus. Dude, well, that's that's what I want. I want and to then, talk to someone who's uh, been somewhere there, and you, you say like, hey, I want to take this vacation. They go, this is it. This is the place. Like, and you go here and you eat this and then hop over to the bar next down the street and you get these drinks and this bartender's probably still there and then from there the next day you're gonna run over to this town it's I've 10 minutes away I've like, got that for San Diego that. but like that's pretty basic for a lot of people but... see that's like being in Arizona it's, yeah. it's so basic like it's, exactly. that's this fucking yeah. white girl with pumpkin spice lattes yeah, right? I'm like, like, I'm like I, could, I could I could give you a, a four or five day like load out through Little Italy but like again it's our neighbor so it's like it's not that yeah. like, the, like the thing you're talking about like just going somewhere not looking at the menu, um, just, just literally be like, just what should I get? Try, Where should I go? Yeah, just yeah. And if I hate it, fuck it. Honestly, I'll go um, get dinner at another place. Yeah, I'll try Ten again. Later. I'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, not that I'm here to talk anti shit about Florida, but Nashville. Is, I feel like you is, are here to talk anti shit well, well, about Florida. Yes, but like after no, no, wait, wait. After I want to take you on a trip to Florida. I'm going to change yeah. it and change my mind. Where's I, your side? I've been given a trip to Florida. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not here to, to take away what Kale said. I'm, I'm sure that's all very lovely. What I'm saying is, Nashville is also amazing. Yes, um, I, I back it. I do want to do awesome. Nashville. I think Nashville would be dope. So Dude, the music scene, scene, the food, like it's it's there's a different vibe. Al- there's always something dope going on. Yeah. And if there's not, you walk 10 feet and there's something dope going on. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. People move. Cardinals, touchdown. Oh, getting closer. Hey, listen to me. That's closer to 28. Uh, <laughs> hey, what was your, what was the listener? Well, they have to put up points to, to get to where I was at. Right? Where yeah, were you at? Uh, he said 28-17. Oh, 28-17. Packers. But I, I, well, he said yeah, Packers. They still got 10 more points to score before they lose. Yeah. I said 28-17 Cardinals. Was, that was me. 28-17 Packers. 28-17. Nope. Cardinals. Other way, you said or you said I'm Cardinals. Cardinals. So, same score, but yes. reverses yeah. uh, for Packers. Uh, and you said th- you said three uh, point spread. Yeah, three point spread. Um, I think the Packers are going to take oh, the first half spreads and uh, <laughs> under fifty <laughs> points. Under fifty points and oh, Packers got the ball. Fuck the Packers. You know where else is a really good boys. time? We went and it it was just because of season. I don't know what goes on in February, but. Growing up here, Fourth of July is just wicked freaking hot, right? Yeah, wicked. On on this trip, I happened to be in Boston for Fourth of July, Ooh. and it blew my mind because we oh, do really? we, we no do birthplace of America. You well, no, but we do we do pool parties, and you know that's what we do out here. Yep. I'm telling you, 
they shut down everything. And it was firework display, music. People were walking the streets like zombies because it was just, there was no cars, <laughs> there was no nothing. And, and it, it's just crazy because it took me one time to be like, oh, this is different than everything I've, I've grown to know. You know, we just barbecue and hang by the pool because it's 117. Yep. <laughs> Instead, I'm I'm in, you know, I'm in Boston and it's just like, and I'm at the Cheers bar as gimmicky as it is at the original sure. one downstairs, or not the set, but the original one. I'm a sucker for a gimmick. And we're sitting there and we're just talking. These people are like, oh, we live in Tucson. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> and we just, you know, we're just drinking, having a good time. But yeah, I'm telling you, like, just going somewhere and seeing some of the things that they value more than like what we do out here, because mm-hmm. I'm familiar with what we do. But just to see it different, like I have such a fondness of Fourth of July out that way, because I'm like, yeah, I guess ours sucks just because of the time of year, you know. When it comes to March, there's nowhere else I'd rather be than Arizona, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a big baseball guy, I love good weather, yeah, you yep. know. Like Absolutely. March, I will never people like, let's go on vacation in March. I go, no chance, none. Yeah. Where where are people are vacationing? Yeah, where we're there. We're yeah, there. this is where people come. Yeah, so uh, yeah, well, Florida they have baseball too. It's pretty tame. <laughs> The Yankees. Dude, the happiest place on earth couldn't make me happy in Florida. Come on. Actually, I, I take that back. I had That's a, a pattern I, ass shit. I, I had a Disney wonderful World. time at Disney, Disney World. What did you not like about it? I had to leave the because... property we were on to go shopping because we were there for a long time for food. And I Wait, you had to go to a grocery store to go grocery shopping? That's yeah. what you didn't like? It was everything I experienced in the time that I left where we were staying to the time I got back. What'd you experience? Florida. Oh, man. How many gators do you see? Dude, I caught an alligator when I was in Florida. What? We were this little pond fishing. Gator took my bait, and I, like, start reeling. I'm My dad's there. I'm like, what do I do? And he's like, reel in fast and see if it, he lets well, it go. go. Um, I reel in, I'm reeling in, I'm reeling in, and he just keeps coming up. And now there's a gator, like, 30 feet from me, yep. where the water is. And I was like, what do I do now? And he's like, I would cut the line and walk away. Go, uh, <laughs> There's uh, a baseball bat at me. Uh, uh, all right. And that's, <laughs> that's what I did. I was done fishing. Dude, gators. And I'm out of here. But I caught a gator. Dude, I like nice. how casually he's about, he waits for you to ask. I mean, I would have stopped already, but. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I caught well, a gator. How big was it? I mean, this thing's. I mean, probably as long as the table. Uh, but it's, 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 it's pretty small. It's smaller, but that's you know, still four feet. Yeah, yeah. It's just smaller, but I mean, shit, when you're 16 years old and you catch a gator. And, dude, it's reptilian, but I do those guys also, like, just eat, sleep. This yeah. thing would fuck me up. Yeah, big time, yeah. Oh, yeah uh, you've been loose sleep over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And uh, but I caught it. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a big fish I ever caught. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I went to Disney World once, and before I went in my more adult years, I learned that if you look up the rules that Disneyland employee, Disney World employees both have to follow in your drinking makes the day way better because you show up, you show up, you're a little bit tipsy, you're just having fun. And then you realize that if you ask somebody a question, they can't point. It's a two finger point or an open palm point and they can never say they don't know. They'll either give you an answer or say, we'll find out. Uh, nobody's allowed to stand with their hands in their pockets. So like all day, you're just like trying to like somewhat bust people yep. for doing whatever. It made it so much more enjoyable as an adult. Yeah, anyway. Also, you were yeah, I was already drinking. I was a little mischievous. I get a little mischievous when I drink. That's all, dude. I, I'm real bad. I as, used to, as one should. Yeah, I used to. 
like in high school, I, I would steal, it was so bad. I would steal people's like remote controllers because nothing drives <laughs> you fucking insane when you cannot Where's find the, the remote. remote. And I would wake oh up be like, oh my God, I have the remote. Like <laughs> I feel so bad, but enough. I know they're just like, my parents are out of town. I have this. Where the fuck's the remote? And they get, you know, and it's just such a dick move. Ah, oh, that's incredible. Yeah. I used to, when I would get a uh, tipsy in my youth, uh, we'd usually go out somewhere for fast food. Um, the soberest would drive, um, you know, young decisions, but I would like, you know, that's, how, common, like, that's something everybody in, can relate in, to. In, in a lot of, a lot of fast food places will have like some random award they've been awarded for some dipshit thing that doesn't matter. So Phoenix for instance, Times, best burrito folded well, three ways. <laughs> so we would like, like, there'd be like a plate that's like this red Robin, like whatever, or like this Wendy's, whatever. And we, I'd just be like. Off the wall, just steal a plaque. Oh, that so I would constantly of. like steal. Re- no plaques were oh, like <laughs> plaques to me like felt respectable. So it was like oh, really? anything that just like felt gimmicky and weird, like a plate or like a tray that was like you know had the the Red Robin stuff on it. It was like best. <laughs> You know, like sales in 2018. All right, so hide all our fucking yeah. GABF fucking awards from Alex. It's, it's, it's hard. To, it's hard to see shit. exactly what it says on uh, underneath my dump tray because it's just been my my, my weed tray for so long. But <laughs> <laughs> I just Poor when, I, when I finally that's okay. well, dude, awesome. Wendy's. I, I yeah. worked I picked, his whole life to be one, the best Wendy's chili, yeah. dude. And I picked that up when I was 20. Like it just it stayed in my house, like or my in my possession, like roommate to roommate. And then, uh, when I went to go throw out a bunch of dishes, John was like, Oh, that make a good breakup tray. <laughs> just takes it. <laughs> That's awesome. And if you think circle. I haven't already sold two of your medals, oh. game on. Game. <laughs> wow. Oh, hey, no. That's all right. Oh, hey. I think you get a reprint. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a reprint. hundred bucks, something. Uh, well, um, yeah, we're a little, people would steal your, your but trophies, but you got to win trophies. Well, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll repeat this bit. <laughs> no, it's not a day. I'm just saying, if you're going to steal shit, steal it. I don't have like a best salesman award. So yeah. Well, you no. can't steal that. The I don't idea, have it. The idea is you, you try to steal mine and I just keep stealing yours. Uh, that's uh, there you go. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'll repeat this advice as many times as it comes up. But, you know, Doc Osborne, Wise Sage, you know, uh, gave me the best advice about awards, which is that they're cool the day you win. That's it. I know Unless they, you got a really uh, cool trophy cabinet. Uh, you show people well, no, it's dude i mean it, it you know at our distillery like we mounted a, a deer skull at the top column and like all the medals we when we hang from the antlers it like looks cool but like in which they matter like the day you win them at school everyone high fives each other like, sure the, sale, yeah. the sales team can do some shit with it or whatever but maybe like, i've won libraries won four the point is the same if i win a world series i wear that ring it's cool every day every goddamn day every day yeah you're just in the wrong you're in the wrong competition am i talking to did you guys buy high school class rings i did i i did not no i i I, I didn't do ring and i didn't want like i was like i don't know what i I didn't get anything i have a a mug that's cool has my name on it yeah has a yeah i have a class mug as well Bug, my my buddies my buddies dubbed me K Dog because they don't know how to spell kale with a C. <laughs> so literally it says K Dog with two G's. So that's how hardcore we were in Scottsdale. That's more complicated than kale. Uh, thank C you. It's gonna be dash D O G dog with a W and two G's. Yeah, dude. Make sure there's an A in there. Yeah. Call me Snoopaloop. K Dog. I'm like, why? Because they're just 
dudes. Just a bunch of dudes. Because in absence of anything else, you can just abbreviate something and throw dog behind it. <laughs> What's up? Uh, dude, I nicknamed... What's up, K-Dog? Dude, I was, I was a nickname. Did I would they, just give everybody a nickname. And did I they care. order this for you? No, it's, it's like when you went through like your class catalog, you get a ring or that yeah, or whatever. Yeah. All I got was like, it's like a porcelain mug. Porcelain like, mug yeah. And it has a whole class on the back, but it had like my name and or my K-Dog nickname on top with our like... But you had to order this. I That's the only thing. Out. That's the only thing I got. So you wrote... C-Dog. K-Dog. K-Dog. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you wrote it. I also, in my senior yearbook, my buddies came with me to drop me off to get my pictures taken. And like, you you sign your name. And I just said, well, you guys are here. You sign it too. So they all signed their name. <laughs> so like my block, there's like four dudes. Like, <laughs> oh, damn, dude. I was so naive. I go to school, school without shoes sometimes. Because no. I, I, I think they're in my truck. And yeah. I would just like... I'm always yeah, running late up. to school, dude. Like I'm Tommy boy, like <laughs> Schnikes, like gotta get there. So I I go to school. And I wouldn't even have my shoes in my truck, and I just be, like, oh, well, I just walk around school, whatever. <laughs> I'd have you know people like you gotta wear shoes. I'm like, I know, I forgot them. You want me to miss my education? And they're like, no. I'm like, all right. So then I just go, you know, the rest of the day. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's pretty genius. Like that's also the best way to look at it. Is like, I mean. We're both rocking flip flops, toes out. Like, I don't even, yeah, I don't uh, have my shoes on right now. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I just go to school. <laughs> it's it's funny, like as a as an adult, like thinking back at some of the things that adults have told you not to do or to do when you're a child. And you're like, like in my elementary school, there was citation graphs. There was little grassy areas that if you walked them, you get a citation. It was like a little write up. Um, mm. And I'm like, why the fuck are you growing that grass? Uh, but also, like, I went to school without shoes, uh, and you got to have shoes here, like. I'm here to learn. Yeah. Uh, fuck what's on my feet. Yeah. Uh, and also, if I'm wearing sandals or flip flops, that's 98% of not shoes. Right? Yeah. Like, my feet are still uncovered. Yeah. Uh, I like my toes barely hang on to that anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I was just like, would you want me to, you know, like, Kelly, idiot, like, go to class. <laughs> so I go to class and just sit there without shoes. It's just like, I didn't mean to. I just yeah, forgot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. In my high school, there were such assholes about dress code for whatever. Really? In the White Mountains? Dude, like I remember, I remember showing up maybe my sophomore. Year, like, we don't care so- what drugs you're on, but my we're the so- fucking my sophomore year of high school. I walk in with my, my my two buddies. One's a year ahead of me, one's a year behind me. We walk in, we walk in the door, we all three get hit with a fucking referral for untucked shirts. And uh, oh. I just want to take this moment to remind everyone oh. that ever gave me a referral for an untucked shirt, you lost culturally. You fucking lost. Everyone rocks an untucked shirt. It looks stupid when you tuck in your shirt. People think that people that tuck in their shirts are fucking dipshits. If you have a job that requires it, sure. But culturally, I came out on top of that. Fuck them. <laughs> Do you know how many, like, I, I got more referrals. Well, it, it's probably a tie between a smart ass and dress code. But, like, I was a chubby kid. I just didn't want to keep getting made fun of for being chubby constantly. So I just would leave my shirt untucked. And they'd be like, that's a referral. I'm like, cool. And then some kid gets knocked down the hallway. They're like, that's a referral. I'm like, glad that this is all equal. This, I, this is I, tight. I still think you're a chubby kid. I love you. Well, I, I, I'm definitely a, a, a thick boy for sure. No, but you're um, still a kid at heart. I see it. Well, uh, when you were talking earlier about um, uh, when you go to places and you're like, oh, what do you guys do here? What do you do there? Like, I was just like, oh, because I get to a place and I'm like, hey, what do y'all eat? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to eat here. Like, Straight oh. up. Like, I, I get an Uber and I'm like, hey, uh, what's the local food here? Y'all got happy hour? Yeah. In Nebraska. And out of everything I love in Nebraska, um, 
Runza's is not it. Runza's. Shout out Andy uh, for introducing me to that shit. Runza's sounds like what Ben does when he shits his pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben yeah. fucking shit his pants. Yeah, yesterday. I know he did. So a Runza is basically the Jim Gaffigan joke come to life. Oh, um, it is. It's like a hot pocket. Yeah. So it's like um, it's like a little mini loaf of bread oh, okay. stuffed with meat and such. And um, I'm sure like there's some varieties where they put like mushrooms and shit in it. Like mushrooms, like 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 a like a Philly or a, or a Swiss whatever or I don't fucking know the names of sandwiches right now. Pasty. Anyways, get it together. It's it, it's it's like a You're pasty. Shaming this podcast by not knowing names of sandwiches. How dare I? Runs uh, a Reuben, a Philly. No, it's uh, not. Rye, I said Philly easily. Uh, I'm just saying bread now. I'm not even but saying sandwiches. Have to, but it doesn't have <laughs> uh, croissants. Uh, <laughs> I was no, I was just naming styles of, of meat filling. If you a, know, uh, uh, but a runza is a what's terrible a food. What's a calzone? I got you, dog. No, it, it's literally like if you've ever seen like a tiny loaf of bread in like an Oscar Wilde film or some shit like that. I'll take one myself. Yeah, I'll take another beer. Um, it's like that, but it's like stuffed with horse meat. Horse meat. Well, I just say that because to for shit me. Um, well, it, it was not great. Um, Andy ordered like I was like, "What should I get?" And he's like, "The standard." And I, so I was like, "Okay," and it was terrible. And uh, he got something completely different. And I was like, "What?" He's <laughs> what like, should he's I like, get? Well, I got the one with like mushrooms and onions. And I'm like, "The fuck, dude?" What should I get? Uh, order the the number one. It's a piece of shit. But, I'm getting know, the seven. <laughs> But you know, on the opposite end of the pendulum, I go to Nashville. I'm like, "What y'all eat here?" And he's like, "Hot chicken." And that was kind of before the big craze over the last like, few but years. But I got heartburn. You got tums. I'm like, "All right, well, I've been to Philly, and I know that there's some tourist spots, and I know there's some real spots." Why don't we have instead of Nashville hot chicken is popular, right? Mm-hmm. But we do like we have like more Southwest. Why don't we do like Hatchville and have like Hatch Chili Southwest? Chicken. I, listen, I want to do a lot of things, but pull New Mexico up is not one of them. We're uh, going, not New Mexico. You don't like Florida and New Mexico? What are you, a fucking monster? No, that is, is literally a joke because we're headed there next month. <laughs> I was like, this uh, guy's taking me to a shithole. <laughs> Look at that. It's the we're going. enchantment. Yeah. I swear, New Mexico is the next Arizona. That boom. New Mexico is gorgeous. I love New Mexico. Uh, a couple things about New Mexico. It has one of the best local craft beer scenes. It's got the most broken economy in the U.S. So there's only up to go. See? And but you do have a lot of businesses opening up. You do have a lot of businesses expanding and opening up, right? Like and you have John Rally. Not everywhere has John Rally. This is true. true. We're apparently that's. I've, I've are you going there? I heard it. We're yeah, we're going. Them when we are you really? Yeah. Yo, you give John Rally a big us. hug. For, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna podcast. We're gonna collab, and then we're gonna. Uh, have some yeah, we do a bunch of Facetime me on the podcast. Absolutely. No, let me right. let me chat. I love John Rally. Dude, he's so much fun. Just smiles for days, hugs awesome, for days. Dude. He is a dude of dudes, man. He's yeah. got a big beer belly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good for him. No, but his smile's bigger than his belly, dude. I'm telling uh, you, that guy's so jolly. He's such a I just picture, like, great people. It's just like a beer belly. Like, it's a big old, like, Santa Claus-style <laughs> yeah. feel. And it's like, I want to give you a hug, and I don't want my arms to be able to, my hands to be able to touch you, each other around your back, right? Like, yeah. I want to be like, I'll just uh, fall asleep right here. <laughs> Oh, my, arms, my arms rest on your handles. <laughs> yeah. My rest on your belly. I feel like that's how Cruz is when I hold my baby. He's just like, <laughs> he's like you fat fuck. And I'm like, but I love you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we're the best. We're the best games. And depending on how far it is, uh, the first time I went through New Mexico, I was driving to Nebraska. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want you to Nebraska chronicle to your life Florida. to Dude, Nebraska. Just, 
Jesus. I was born here on my way to Nebraska. So uh, there is a place in New Mexico called Las Vegas. Las Vegas, New Mexico. Yeah. Oh. I've got to do some cool gambling. Well, I was going to say, it's exactly what you think it is, but it seems that you think it's... Oh, that's where that good Coke is that you're talking about. Uh, Not Nevada, Las Vegas. New Mexico, Las Vegas. Yeah, that's his jam right there. If Las Vegas, Nevada had an antithesis... That's, that, that, that's a $15 word, Anti-thesis. Sir. That's a, What's your thesis? Mm. That's, a, that's a $15 word that means opposite. Mm. <laughs> this guy said some shit about mulch earlier. Yeah. Uh, Dead well, mulch? Tumultuous. 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 Yeah, mulch. <laughs> have one mulch, two mulch. <laughs> I got the mulch. What do you want? <laughs> hey, that's a $15 word for difficulty. And, uh, you know, what do you want? What do you want? I got the mulch. I got the mulch. What do you want? China Garden. (laughs) It's tumultuous out there. Tumultuous. I need less tumultuous. The fucking Packers scored a touchdown. Ah. Well, they need to score three. They got three safeties. That'd be two field goals. (laughs) Two field goals? You're going to go with three safeties? Oh, no. You went with three safeties over two field goals, six points. Oh, it's seven, seven. Or even nine. two point conversions, which are far more likely. What is it? Drop kick? Can I mean, you do a drop kick? You know what? You know what the NFL is missing? More made, <laughs> made up plays that no one's ever seen. Like, Fair enough. I mean, we, just do a random way to score, but like totally obscure. Well, you know, like the first time, like. I mean, obviously, like, sneak and poke. If your lineman carries another lineman in, that's an extra point. Field goal fake. Like, all these things that, like, you know, the first time you saw him deployed, it was just, like, this incredible, like, lifetime moment in the NFL. Like, oh, my God, fake field goal. Like, just. (laughs) That's how you sounded in your uh, AVP or whatever. For sure. Uh, Where's the innovation, right? Like, where's the, uh, hey, uh, I'm going to hand it to this guy. He's going to do a pirouette. This guy's going to backflip. But it's actually over there. There's purists out there. They're probably in Florida. Yeah, and I know yeah, that. And I know that every no middle-aged doubt. man in America knows how to coach football. But um, <laughs> yeah. throw like, the damn ball, run the football. He, he, here's something interesting. I, I'll say about sports, right? Like I had a very good relationship with it when I used to work in sports bars. I was very knowledgeable. I watched a lot of sports. I enjoyed it a lot. And then once I got out of that work, I just kind of walked away from it. Like I just sports have never generally interested me as a whole. I grew up in Arizona rooting for Pittsburgh teams, which has got its own fucking things you to do. You went to Harold's. No, I, I, oh. I, I, my, my stepfather wasn't really like what you would call a sports guy. But my best friend and his dad, well, my best friend's dad was a steel worker from fucking Pittsburgh. Okay. And they moved to Arizona. And so it was the three Pittsburgh teams and the Lakers for reasons that are unclear. Uh, so that's, you know, kind of how I did things. But now that I'm getting back into sports, what I like seeing is like, you know, almost like that old, uh, what is it, um... David Teller, fucking David Cross, fucking Doug Stanhope joke where he's talking about you're not you're not paying you're paying to see balls fly above your head. How do you how do you why do you care how they get there, right? During the whole Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire kind of thing, but beyond that and in more of a even purist manner, like I find myself watching the NBA more often than not recently. Hmm. That's because a lot of these players are doing shit that's never been done before. They're, they're they have different approaches to the game, like. It's almost like, you know, the unique play style of players is, like, more prevalent on the court these days rather than, you know, the slap fest in the last fucking four minutes of a game, right? And, you know, we can get to a Michael, LeBron, Kyle Irving, whoever the fuck conversation. Oh, we're getting into that? All right, cool. So here's what I think. But, but you know, Jordan can – and let me just say my piece. Like, Jordan is the GOAT, but, like, LeBron is 
been doing things and playing so consistently like talking back before about like high school being a different game like that motherfucker was recruited out of high school mm-hmm. like to play with professional men right and he's avoided most scandals and he just because he's you know like Eminem like he just puts himself in the lab so nonstop that it's all he gives a shit about to the point where it's almost like you almost hate him for it but like if you watch the dude play it's just especially with like no fucking chip on your shoulder about any team it's spectacular to watch there's tons of other players in the NBA doing the same thing right now and that's what I find interesting about sports is is someone older who used to very much be into him is like what is being done that's interesting and innovative and like what's taking the game to the next level is it like you know like when uh, the NFL became all about quarterbacks again like 10 years ago that was pretty interesting right and, mm-hmm. and now it just kind of seems to be stuck there when we've got like you know clearly like it's it's a receiver's fucking you know we've got all these killer quarterbacks out there we need to start getting like killer receivers out there highlighting like the Randy Mosses of the world more I just I wish the NFL was more interesting to be honest and, and that's really just my problem with it at the moment is not it's that it's interesting I, when we just put our bet on this shit though right oh no gambling we well that's bets. so I know the ins and outs. So it's hard. It's it's hard to take away sports as far as like people have to look at it first as like an entertainment business. Yeah. So it's entertainment business. It's competitive. Some people say like, oh, it's bought and paid for or whatever. And it's like, all right, you go down that rabbit hole if you want. But at the same time, it's like the revenue is billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna do whatever they can do to make billions of dollars. As if this podcast today made billions of dollars. We'd be here all the time yeah, yeah. doing this, this all the time. Do. So it's like, you know, there's there's all of that. And then there's, you know, there's people out there that kind of do like more the purest way. And there's, you know, like Derek Jeter and like, you know, these guys who are like these icons who just kind of go away from the limelight where like you could say the wrong thing and it's like you're in it and you can't get out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So like it's weird. Sports kind of like pick and choose who they want to highlight and who they want to. <laughs> kind of drag through the mud more well, or less like, like uh, um, absolutely with, uh, but fighting that, you know the, but that's the interesting the, the interesting people get yeah get bigger fights right? yeah well, dana white said like the best fighters in the world aren't in the ufc it's the best personalities in fighting yeah, yeah. Are. and that you have youtube guys making the biggest bills uh-huh. and it's are they bringing boxing back like maybe you know because it was like no one cared but, but it's interesting. i don't so, really so th- care th- this is yeah. actually a good connecting it's like point. celebrity it, it, death match i watch that all the time so this is an interesting kind of segue to what you said so like yeah i understand there's established people and they're like well this is what makes money and we know it makes money but at the same time we like it, henry ford said like if i would have asked people what they wanted Han they'd Solo, have said, right they'd have said faster horses not uh-huh. cars, right? So sometimes the future has to be envisioned by people who aren't stuck in the past. That's a good way to say that. Now, that. And, and to your point with boxing, like it's becoming relevant because YouTubers are taking it in a direction that where people are like, well, they're not properly trained in this and that. And it's like, okay, who cares? People are paying to watch it. It's creating revenue. People want to see this. Like, And they how, are how training, many, not they're How many not times growing up have you just been like, I could beat his ass, and now the, to know that there's a path to that without <laughs> having to become a professional boxer and win 30 matches? Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, boxing is, like, I, I, I have a belief that boxing, which generally has a lot of, like, shady business behind it, I, I think they want to build Jake Paul to be a villain and eventually, like, give him a payday to get knocked the fuck out because he's so fucking good at it. But even if they're not, like, it's at least fucking interesting. It's right? entertainment, like, though. It's the same yeah, thing. It's, it's just, but but like staying it's like in the past, days of our like, lives, they make a lot of money. But staying in the past and being like, oh well, yeah. making our football players do this and that and this and the other thing, and it's tradition. Like, I'm just so tired of that. Right? Like, if boxing would have stayed traditional and purist, it would be over. 
It'd be boring. Yeah. Well, it would also be over. Once but Manny Pacquiao stopped fighting, it became disinteresting. Pacquiao, that, yeah. That it's got to be heavyweights. People want to see the Tysons and all those guys. Like, These little, like, welterweights guys. Like, out. They're good as hell. you got to see the I'll, knockout. I'll, I'll tell you, I've seen more packed bars at Pacquiao fights than I have for heavyweight fights. Like, there is yeah, something about... No, like, but there's not the heavyweight anymore. I'm just saying, yeah. when, oh, Ty- you, when Tyson was no king, doubt, no doubt, you, no couldn't, you couldn't beat it. But Pacquiao you're was right, the guy. You're right, you're right. Yeah. But Pacquiao's guy and, and Mayweather just dances around and Dude, I remember we gotta wrap this up yes. I gotta have dinner with the family um, I, I can smell your dinner yeah <laughs> and I can hear Jameson uh, cleaning it up but yeah uh, we went a little over uh, welcome to the uh, sports we went a little over <laughs> welcome <laughs> bye <laughs> bye double you're welcome <laughs> for the fucking content you're welcome for the free thing you're listening to um, and also yeah. the, all the uh, sports hey uh Hit me up on my OnlyFans and hook it up with some dollars. Kale, is there anything you'd like to plug um, before we get off? Um, Your butt. Oh. Uh, no, dude. I, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. This is um, This is fun. Yeah, I know it's kind of been in the works for a minute, but obviously. <laughs> no, for sure. And uh, and because like uh, it would have been probably more appropriate last month, I if, lose track of the months, but um, uh, I just got my shirt, so... Uh, I want to give uh, just one last shout out to the eight seven seven project that you guys do. Oh yeah, and bring yeah. some attention to that. Oh so, yeah, no, dude. I mean, I look at you know, there's there's a whole state forty eight front side the whole thing, but the yeah, uh, sure. the backside with every participant on there, like that's like I look at that and it's like I know every single person. I can look at every brewery, every you know, every uh, supporter, whether it be you know labels and all that, and. It brings a face to mind, which is where, for me personally, is like that's what it's about to rock, you know, something local to, yeah. to kind of help out. And, you know, and what has transpired since that, um, you know, I've had people in like Cleveland, I've had people in Washington reach out to be like, hey, we kind of want to do this. So we've given them, uh, you know, uh, some of that artwork to do the, the toolkit. Yeah, to do the, you know, uh, 1-800-273-TALK, suicide prevention. And and honestly, statistically, like November, December are kind of the darkest days because of holiday, family, just brings up a lot in people. So while September is kind of their national mental health month, it only kind of gets harder going on from there, you know, into that. Oh, for sure. And and there's something truly to be said about the power of just being able to talk to somebody, um, for sure. So um, it's... uh, I'm just super proud that uh, there's someone in my peer group that's you know doing something like this. I I, I I'm from a rural area, which generally have uh, higher statistics of uh, you know uh, suicide. So I just for me, um, I'm happy someone's out there doing the work, and uh, I'm just really proud of you guys, and I appreciate you out there doing it. So no, man, I appreciate it. You guys have been awesome. Everybody who who jumped in to be like, we want to support your cause, and that's sure. on a on a heartwarming note. It's like when we come back, hey, help us do our thing, and then when everybody's like, yeah, we're down for that, like that's community right there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I, you know. And then when you do your Williams, it's like, I'll be there. You know what I mean? So, for sure. Anyway, yeah. and your liquid was fucking dope. Liquid was dope. You like that? That was a great beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No notes. Uh, that was that was a great beer. Phenomenal. I've out <laughs> of it's probably the best wet hot beer battle year. <laughs> there's been uh, there's been some stinkers out there this year, but um, there's been some good ones. But that one was killer. 
Was that yeah. a wet hop beer? So fresh, so green. Well, yeah. well, yeah. No, fre- so fresh and so green was great, but the the one eight hundred two seven seven top. Oh, that beer was sorry. fucking sorry. delicious. Oh yes, that, that, oh, that, that IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah that beer was solid. Drink, yeah. This is also great. This so uh, so fresh, so, fresh so, green. so green. Well, that so that beer that so fresh so green. We usually go to uh, Peonia and go harvest ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we go out there and and go to um, High Wire Hops and camp there and bring back our own hops and then yeah. just brew. But dude, that is. That's a trip. So, I mean, we weren't able to do that because everything going on, but we'll get back to it. So, we do love this style of beer, but the one, you know, the 1 800 suicide beer, uh, that happened to be everyone's like, this is such a good beer. You guys should do this. It was outstanding. Yeah, we definitely can do this again. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do this again. Yeah. <laughs> we just you mean this so. great success? Well, yeah, we'll I mean, I mean, how many times are you like, oh, we'll do this beer for something fun? And yeah. then you do it and you're like, man, this beer's fucking killer. Let's do that more mm-hmm. for us, right? Yeah. yeah, no doubt. I mean, I've uh, I don't know, I just I, I'll, I'll just continue to compliment you until Bobby makes me stop talking. But uh, Bobby, no man, it was it was killer beer, killer everything. Um, like, I mean, I'll fucking find anything to bitch about. But like, just the especially this year, the way it was brought to market, the the, the graphics, everything was just it's killer. Just insane, man. Good drinks and beers, you assholes. All right, good All drinks right. and beers. Well, Cheers. Thanks for coming. All out. right, boys. Thanks, guys. Love you. Appreciate Bobby. you. Enjoy dinner. Cheers. <laughs>